Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Hey, good afternoon, and welcome to the Celebrator 20th Anniversary Party brought to you here by the Brewing Network. Uh, downtown Oakland, we're in the uh, Oakland Convention Center, and uh, it's a big deal here, everybody. So welcome to the program. If you weren't lucky enough to be here yourselves, we're doing it for you, bringing it home to you. 20 years of Celebrator Magazine, Doc. That's a lot of years. That's older than you. That's uh, almost older than me, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, very close to older than me. That's a pretty long time. I'm I hope that we... Almost as long as I've been brewing. I th- I'm pretty sure that when we have our 20th anniversary, Doc, you'll be dead. <laughs> That'll be a good thing. We'll have you stuffed and <laughs> sitting in that ch- same chair that you're in there. Yeah. As long as I got wheels on me, you can wheel me around. You will have been dead for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, With a nice thumbs up pose. <laughs> still, yeah. still drinking after all this death. Yeah. Of course, you can yeah. put one in my hand. <laughs> but the celebrator, uh, not dead at all, alive and well and celebrating 20 years here in downtown Oakland at the Oakland Convention Center. First time that they've done it in a big venue like this as well. They've had themselves some good anniversary parties, but uh, this is the mother of all anniversaries. This one makes ours look like a birthday party. Like it a, does, it yeah, does. You know, for like a half year old. Yeah, ours, like we might as well play pin the tail on the donkey this year compared to their Oakland. Oakland Convention Center party. So we'll be big when we can uh, get a venue this big. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we'll know until, we made it. Until then, we're nothing. We're still... Uh, well, we can get it. No one would show up, though. That might be true. It's a very expensive uh, deal taking on the Oakland Convention Center. Hey, so there's I, Chad. You know, I'm not sure we're ever going to take it. Chad, in, in true to form, our producer, still doing nothing. He's been yeah. doing nothing all day and uh, continues yeah. to do nothing. So well, he uh, needs to he needs to uh, you know protect Tasty McDole from all the riffraff around here. <laughs> that, you know, you know? it's actually, the human shield. Well, today uh, we have a special announcement because Doctor Scott has actually uh, upped Tasty's rank to uh, Colonel Tasty. Colonel oh. Tasty. So uh, Colonel Tasty, welcome uh, to yeah. the show, everybody. Glad to have you, uh, Mister Longshot himself. Yes, he did well deserved promotion too. Yeah. Now Tasty. He's going to be pouring his long shot beer at EJ Fair Brewery uh, coming up this Thursday night. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Thursday night, uh, the only place that you can get his special IPA. Uh, it's 
based on a, on a beer that's being poured in this room as well uh, by a gentleman named Vinny Chalurzo. It's based on that, but uh, loosely based. He's done his own thing to it. He's got a loose guy. And that'll be pouring uh, at the EJ Fair on Thursday. So, But today we're here to celebrate with Celebrator. 20 years of beer news, and uh, it's really kind of... Uh, it, it's it's momentous. I mean, this is a kind of achievement that not many people in the beer world uh, have been able to, to hit. No, especially when you look at the fluctuations in the industry, you know? Yeah. Ups and downs and, um, you know, 20 years to be around reporting on the beer scene that long. You're doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, Chad. Chad. Hey, Chad, wake up. Chad, you, Let's Chad. get to work on some guests for me. Celebrator Beer News. Uh there's a Zydeco band yeah. in the background, by the way, too. you got jazz and Zydeco all the time. So if you hear music in the background, it's not Doc's, uh, it's not your head, Doc. No, it's not the I pills. Thought, I thought I was listening. Or, hey, you know, it's a Woody Allen movie going <laughs> on in the back. You thought it was the Vicodin yeah. kicking in. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, don't drag him by the collar, Chad. He can walk <laughs> on his own. Come on. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? We're getting one of the founders uh, of Celebrator Beer News with us. Now, Tom Daldorf uh, is, the, is the editor and publisher, and, and we're going to get to talk to him later. But uh, 20 years ago, uh, there was another gentleman that uh, started this whole thing out for us. And uh, please introduce yourself to the, to the entire world uh, listening to this program today. I'm Brett Nichols. <laughs> Brett Nichols, the founder of Celebrator Beer News. Yes, uh, back in 1988. Congratulations, my friend. This Thank is, you. Uh, you. You must be really proud on a day like today. Extremely so. This is, uh, if you'd asked me 20 years ago that, had there be an evening like this, I would have said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, Give me an idea of your vision 20 years ago. I mean, because even the craft beer scene back then was nothing like it is now. It was a lot smaller. There's no doubt about that. It was much smaller, but it was growing quickly. Okay. And uh, we, we saw the need for brewers to have some sort of an outlet that would bind the whole industry together in some way, shape, or form, and that's what we tried to do. Right. But we played it issue by issue and uh, hoped for the best, and it turned out to be great. I mean, it, uh, when I handed the reins over to Tom Daldorf, it was a fairly, fairly established paper, and it was uh, something that people seemed to know a lot about by the time we handed it over, and I was more than thrilled to be a part of that whole business. It was a fantastic business. I gotta say that uh, before I knew beer magazines existed, I knew about Celebrator. It was the first one that I, that I would pick up. I mean, I, I'm yeah. from here, so th- that obviously It was obviously the first helped. bruise paper. It was. what we called it, bruise okay. paper. Okay. And uh, it, yeah, it was the first one, and so we got to be pioneers that way, along with the other pioneers in the beer business. Sure. And, uh, and there are a lot of uh, papers, bruise papers, throughout the rest of the country that have copied sort of the celebrator. Yeah. And uh, so it gives me great pleasure to see that happening because it means there are things going on elsewhere that uh, are deemed as important uh, and they're using the celebrator as a model. I mean, that's that's purest form of flattery. That's really. what I was exactly I was going to say. Imitation. I mean, it's oh, really yeah. got to be flattering to, to see sure that was. happening. Now, you also started out, it was really kind of a small, a 12-page really a local publication as yeah, well, Yeah, we right? had 10,000 copies uh, the first issue, um, and that was it. And they sold out within about three weeks. Oh, is that right? And it was supposed to last two months. Okay. <laughs> wow. And good. it lasted a long time. I was, uh, I mean, I, I was amazed that uh, in three weeks it was gone. You had I no idea it, it would be so... Uh, no idea. In fact, I was really kind of worried that this was going to be a bomb. Really? And But you know, what really helped us was uh, a woman named Judy Ashworth. Okay. From the uh, Old Lions Brewery in yeah. Sonol and then later in Dublin. She was instrumental in helping us in making that paper reality. Really? We, we met her in Chico at a place called the Saxton Brewery, which no longer exists. 
and we just happened to be there at the same time and I told her about my idea of trying to start up a paper and she was right into it but after she told us yeah come on down because I was living in Vancouver in Canada at the time okay and she said traitor she, <laughs> she said come on down and, and, and open this uh, open this this uh, paper do it you know and yeah. then I heard later that after she had told us this she was really worried that you know what have I what have I done to these poor Canadians <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah you know I've told them to change their entire life but and, and, and will it, it work and it did change our entire life but for the good and it, it worked out we had the first celebrator issue di- distributed at a, in a sense, sort of a wake for the Lions Brewery, which had burnt down just months before. Okay. And uh, all the brewers were there, and so it was the best opening for our paper. Really kind of fate. Uh, what a perfect yeah. timing to... I mean, it was sad that it was on the back of a brewery that had burnt down. That, yeah. yeah. But uh, everybody was there trying to support Judy and resurrecting her, her uh, Lions Brewery. And and we we really uh, uh, got great exposure that day. That sounds like you've never looked back. Well, so, I'm still living in Canada now, so you, you know, are. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, a lot safer there. It, <laughs> and I, I left there on Friday, and it was 40 below. Oh, <laughs> oh man, welcome home, Brad. Oh yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> so, at what point in your business plan did you did you come up with the idea to burn the place down? <laughs> For your launch. Yeah. You know, I've been trying to dispel that, those rumors for years. That's brilliant marketing right there, <laughs> yes. i got to say. Yes. I'm glad you, you picked up on that. <laughs> no, nothing well, gets yeah. by RJP. That's true. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> so, 40 below what, though? I don't know. <laughs> what did you... i gotta, I got to know what you used to do when you laid it all, all on the line to kind of do this paper. What was your career beforehand? <laughs> well, it had nothing to do with publishing a paper, that's no? for sure. No. I was a... Uh, I was a, I was a Hockey player. No, no, oh, no, no. No, every Canadian's a hockey player, so I can't. <laughs> In really some know. way, yeah. But no, I, what I was, I was a server, uh, you know, a waiter at uh, at this place called Fog and Suds Restaurant in Vancouver, which at the time had the largest selection of beer, and it's really where I got my first beer education. All right. And uh, they had a, a newsletter that I edited, and that's the closest thing I got to any kind of publication. What a big jump! From, oh, it was uh, a huge jump, huge <laughs> jump, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. And uh, Tom Daldorf uh, also kind of hanging out. He's touching you. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a fateful day of the day I met Tom Daldorf, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Faithful's one way to put it. Yeah. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> I could put it many other ways. But. Yes, so could we all, the day that we met Tom. We'll be sitting down with him later and, and finding out what's new with Celebrator as well and uh, what a good job he's done putting this he's together. He's done a great job. Yeah. Excellent job. So how long uh, were you working on Celebrator uh, yourself, uh, you, you and your wife Julie, right? Yes, Julie, who... Normally would be here, but she never, she never talks. No so. media for Julie. <laughs> no. She was always the. I always felt sorry for Julie because she was half the celebrator. Okay. But most people tended to know me because I went out to. I distributed the beer. I had the longest. Um, I had the longest paper route, in, in I think in the world. Yeah. It went from Oregon down to San Diego, uh, to Nevada. Oh, wow. To, to the coast of California, it was. Uh, I put seventy thousand miles on my Jeep the first year. You literally <laughs> self-distributed. The yes, I self-distributed. It took me about a week to distribute the paper. Wow, and that's uh, uh, that's hardcore. You were really oh. into it, man. Yeah, I was. But you know, that's what that prompted me to get burnt out. Oh, know? is that right? Sure. Yeah, it really was. The the traveling uh, eventually took its toll on me. I was just. I, I I started to try and talk people, trying to talk people into. 
taking certain parts of the route. You know, would you please do this for me? Yeah. Hand it off. Yeah. 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 You know, and and it, nobody wanted to do it. Well, <laughs> I wonder why. I think. Yeah. I think going to Nevada that often will do that to anybody. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I could never get anybody to do that route. No. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Actually. yeah. Everybody wanted to do the Southern Cal route. You know. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, a lot of celebrator people in Pahrump. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good to hear. Yeah. Good to hear. I'm glad. Now let me ask you this. Uh, we're we're kind of new to the business too, so I, I wonder, you know, were, ever, were there ever any moments where you thought, uh, you know, I don't know where this is going. I don't know if we're going to keep going. Did, did you get scared, or was it really just a instant success you know and what? kept going? It before the paper was released on February 14th of 1988, I was terrified. Really, I had borrowed five thousand dollars from my grandmother. And that was what we started the celebrator with. Yeah. And I was really worried that I'd go back to her and say, "Look, I it's going to be a long time till I can pay you back." <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's and, a lot of night shifts. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking, well, it's going to be uh, McDonald's, you know, flipping burgers or something, you know. But uh, after that first issue was released on that day, and the brewers were, they were so supportive. The other beer people were so supportive. I thought, you know, there's hope for this. And as the months went on, I was just totally blown away that that it got the the the, the response that it did. It yeah. just it was it was really heartwarming. You got to be proud of that. I was extremely proud, and I'm proud to be here today. I just am blown away. I mean, like I say, you asked me 20 years ago, I never would have thought there'd be a day like this. Sure, no way. Sure, it, well, it just blows me away, and especially to come down from Cal- from Canada to California and, and see the response and seeing all these people here just is something else. I, I, I can't even put it into words. It just blows me away. Uh, you know, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be able to either, to be honest. It's not just that these people are here because it's a great festival, but celebrators impacted a lot of lives, uh, not just the professionals, but the enthusiasts. Well, you know, I've already signed a couple of uh, the really? very first issue. I've had some people really? come in. And ask me to sign them, and you know, I, I, it's the closest I guess I'll ever get to being a rock star. So you know, That's it's right. like, like, oh, dude, sure, I'll yeah. sign it. You know, and <laughs> I'll see if I can get a bra thrown at you later. Yeah, really. You know, I'm, <laughs> I've been waiting. Laid. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah. Chad, whip out your bra, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No doubt. <laughs> well, I gotta say congratulations, and Thank I gotta you. say thanks too, yeah. because oh, well, uh, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate this. This is I wasn't expecting this, and. Uh, it uh, this whole thing has been just something I I I, I wish I could put into words because I, I I just feel an extreme warmth that all you know so many of these people have come down to to give their sort of honor and respect to a paper that's to me I think has really helped the beer business out. I, I think there's I no other way biased, to say it. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, you know, I think I, I and I got to congratulate Tom Daldor for you know when I handed the baton off to him, he ran with it. Uh, faster than Jesse Owens. You know, he, uh, <laughs> he he did a great job with it, and I'm so glad that I met him and was able to hand it off to him. How did that happen, if you don't mind telling me that? Well, you know, we had a few people who had approached us that were interested in buying the paper, and uh, I just didn't feel comfortable about that. And, uh, I, you know, Tom, I had known Tom for quite some time, prior. In fact, Tom was, we were doing the old cut and paste method of the paper. Oh, yeah. Tom, about a year before I sold it to him, came to me and said, look, I've got this brand new Mac. You've, you've got to do it on the computer. You've sure. got to do it. It's, it's the greatest <laughs> thing. And he was a Mac enthusiast, one of the earliest, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I was intrigued by this. And so Tom basically helped us move it to the uh, computer. 
instead of the old cut and paste method. And, okay. And uh, so, you know, he saw that I was getting burnt out, and Julie and I were, uh, were getting to a stage where the paper needed to grow, but we didn't have quite the resources to grow it where it could go. Uh, and so he, he said, well, if you, whatever you plan to do with it, I'm always here. And thankfully he was. Yeah. He's done such a great job with it. Well, that's really a smart move, too. And sometimes it's hard to let go of the reins. It was. Because it, for me, you know, uh, Julie and I never had any kids. But that was sort of our, our kid, you yeah. know. And uh, so, you know, I, I've, always, I've always watched the paper over the years and, and watched it grow. And, and felt very proud, of, like a parent, you know, that this is something that... That we started and, and now has gone to finishing school. <laughs> yeah, it's grown up. Yes. It's 20 now. It can't drink yet. No, but, it can't uh, drink yet, but I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, next year will be one hell of a party, I'm sure, when Celebrator's allowed to drink. Yeah, I hope they let me out of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. Well, Brett, i got to say thanks, not just for sitting down with us, but really thanks for starting this whole thing. You, you kind of broke you. ground, and you've allowed the rest of us to get in on this. Well, I appreciate it. It's yeah. nice to have been somebody who did break some ground. You know, it's nice to be remembered for something. Hey, you, know? you got to yeah. have it. What's your life like now, Brett? What are you doing? Oh, well, it's hardly as exciting as with the Celebrator. Yeah? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> You're not back to serving, I assume. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a professor at a university in Canada. Oh, you are? Oh. Yes. And what do you teach? I teach Native Studies, you know, on... Indian people, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Native Canadians. Native Canadians, yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. I can tell you all about uh, uh, how they say A and <laughs> or why. And yeah. why, yeah. There's really no reason why. <laughs> it doesn't exist. That must be a short lesson plan. <laughs> Very short. My classes are the shortest on campus. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thanks again, Brett. I Thank appreciate you. it. And uh, we're going to talk to a lot of the journalists that have worked for you over the years I as we go today. I look forward to hearing that. Let me tell you, there's been some great people who work for the Celebrator. I'm going to get some dirt. Don't you worry. I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Find out all about it. Okay. Right. Thanks a lot. Huh? Thanks, Brett. I really appreciate it. The founder of Celebrator Beer News right there sitting down with us. And this is his party, really. So uh, I, yeah. I appreciate that. That's that's fantastic. And we got a long party ahead of us as well. Lots of people in the room and lots of different people to talk to. Hopefully. Assuming the chat has done anything yeah. to uh, to make them sit down with yeah. us. Yes, that's you, Chad. I think we've got Peach Lossberg. He's going to come sit down with us. You guys remember him from a previous show. Uh, he is the Pete. When we say right. Pete, we know who Pete there's is. There's no other Pete. There's only one Pete. Instead of Sneaky Pete. <laughs> sneaky Pete. That's Stinky Pete. I don't know. It's a very different thing. Never get those two right. <laughs> uh, we're going to have Zydeco bands in here later on. We're going to be competing with that guy. Okay. Oh. And Doc's here in a wheelchair. So I think we're going to have to do the wheelchair guy dance with you oh. a little bit later on. <laughs> you know that one. Whether you like it or not. That's bad yeah. enough I'm the short guy, and I'm the short guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. You know that nobody in the wheelchair ever likes the wheelchair guy dance. It's Come always on. their friends that like it. Dance! <laughs> It'll be fun. Am I going to do this at Sammy's wedding next Yes, week? absolutely. Well, here's the rumor. Check this out. I had to fight to get that wheelchair out of the hotel for you. And the rumor is that that's the same wheelchair they pushed Michael Jordan in when he used to play for, uh, 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 oh, man, Chicago. I'm drawing a blank. No, 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 uh, his collegiate days. Uh, he was here for an NC2A tournament. And, uh, Why would he need a wheelchair? I, I think he had hurt his ankle. Uh, had a little injury. Because he's they, lazy. I they don't push, know. Yeah, he's just a lazy guy. Yeah. They pushed him around the, in that the very chair. not working so good. You know, is that why they didn't want to give it up? <laughs> That's why they didn't want to give it. Can you feel uh, Jordan's presence? No. You know, it doesn't make you want to jump and uh, shoot a basket or anything like that? No, but it does move pretty good. <laughs> it does? It's pretty nimble? That is. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> 
I feel well, 10 years younger. And the other exciting news today is that uh, Doc has fallen off the wagon Doc. for today's program. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he didn't hurt anything, don't worry. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm first back. Time. I'm, you know, i got to test the grounds here. i got to make sure that I can actually drink. But you haven't really had drinks since the night of the injury. No, you? not really, no. Although you, you, you did pretty well that night, so uh, yeah, you kind of made up for it. Yeah. But this is the first time you've been able to have beer, and what a great place to do it. Anything, yeah, right? to, anything to speak of that you've tasted today? Oh, the La Folie is really nice. New Belgium's La Folie. Yeah. Oh, man. We don't get that out here. Not no. at all. It was, it was nice to And they're pouring it today. That. And yeah. this is the great thing about the fest, too. There's 35 different breweries pouring here today from all over the place. And La Folie is definitely one of those beers that we don't often get to taste. Yeah, and they got at least two beers each. Oh, so. Very nice. And sometimes many more. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the program, uh, Mr. Pete Sloshberg. Pete, how are you, my friend? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad to have you. Saw you over there. I had to have Chad track you down. Well, no problem. It's great to have a lot of good beers around. It's been uh, many months since I've had a, this variety. Is that right? Yeah. What have you been doing? My wife and I went to Argentina okay. to learn oh. Spanish and uh, learn uh, more about uh, Buenos Aires and the country of Argentina. And how did your Spanish lessons go? Muy bien. Is that right? <laughs> all right. I don't know what that means. That means not very good at all. <laughs> I see. <Yeah. laughs> no, it's... Uh, if, we, if he tells you you're muy bonita. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> or muy caliente, whichever works. I'm sure you guys had a good time. Yeah, but uh, the beer culture there is... Uh, Pretty much basic lagers. What what were you drinking? Can you name any of them? Well, Kilmus is the basic monopoly, and so that's a commercial beer. But the home brewers, I got involved with the home brew club of Buenos Aires, and we actually uh, two three weeks ago we brewed a uh, Belgian triple. Oh really? Oh, I got a I got a formula from uh, Sean at Twenty First Amendment for his double triple. Nice. And uh, but they didn't have all the ingredients down there, so we just did a a variant uh, between a Belgian triple and this double triple. It was great. Did you tell them about the Brewing Network? Absolutely. I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the first on his list, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do have a guy in Brazil listening to us. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think we have anybody in Argentina. That but it, it, it's great. Uh, I brought about two dozen beers down with me from uh, Dogfish Head 120 to Vinny Sour Beers to uh, oh, wow. Lost yeah. Abbey. And uh, it, it's great. What did they how, think how of they those? Re- received down there? Number one, they had only read about these things because the beer culture down there in general, the micros and the brew pubs are doing fantastic IPAs and, and uh, box and uh, porters and stouts, but nothing extreme. So all they've done is read about them, and to actually taste them, they just got blown away. Really? Uh, so they were certainly impressed. W- were their palates ready for it, or did they think they were awful? The high alcohol beers, yes. The yeah. the wood and the sour, no. <laughs> Not so much. No, 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 no. Did no, they no. ask you what was wrong with the sour beer? Yeah. <laughs> they just said, "Look, we're twenty years behind you. We'll get there." <laughs> yeah, give, give us, us time. Give, give us twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes sense too. You do have to grow into that stuff. Yeah. You can't start with it. That's for sure. But today, I must admit, uh, you know, we're doing a beer to raise money for bone cancer research. Uh huh. Tell us about beer. It. And uh, Dan Del Grande was uh, kind enough to uh, brew it for us. Over at Bison, right? Yep, at Bison. And uh, last year we did an, imper- an imperial version of Wicked Ale. Okay. Uh, the original Wicked Ale was 5%, right. and we did a 7.5%, so it was really great. And this year, uh, my partner in this adventure is Alan Shapiro. He was one of our first sales guys at Pete's. And he was good friends with this woman, uh, Virginia McLean, who passed away from bone cancer about six months ago. Yeah. And uh, Virginia and Alan had a really tight relationship. And any time Alan came to the Bay Area, they would go to Max's Opera Cafe, the deli. Uh-huh. 
And uh, about 15 years ago at Pete's, we came out with a uh, beer called Multigrain, which was started out as a rye beer but got extended into other grains. But one of the experiments, one of the experiments we did 15 years ago, I asked our brewmaster Pat. I love rye bread. I went to school in New York City. I love the delis of New York. Yeah. Can you make me a liquid rye bread? Really? So Pat did a test brew of a rye beer with caraway seeds, and it was great. We never went live with it, but it was fantastic. You all enjoyed it. So uh, talk to Dan about brewing rye beer with caraway. And and that's what it is. Unbelievable. <laughs> so is that the reunion? Is that what that beer yeah. is? Yeah, that's it what is. it is. It's, uh, it, oh, wow. It's, it, Alan called it a red rye, but it, in reality, it's our liquid rye bread. It is. Okay. Fantastic. All I need is, you have any pastrami or mustard on the rim? I got some in my bag. It's a little, you know. <laughs> little JP funky, never leaves home without pastrami. Yeah. Pete, so. But yeah, come over and try it. It's, it's absolutely fabulous. I will. I really will. And I'm really glad that you guys are, are donating the proceeds. Uh, to the research, also we raised a hundred thousand dollars with last year's program. Are you oh, wow. kidding me? Hundred thousand, amazing. Wow. It, was it the same beer last year? Well, last year it was the Imperial version of Pete's. Wicked that's Ale. what it was. Now that's the one I've had. I've not had this year's, but I did have the the Imperial version of last year. Then I, right. I did that. A uh, hundred thousand dollars. That's fantastic. I appreciate that that you guys are doing that. Cheers, cheers to cheers you. Cheers yeah. to uh, good a uh, good program. Yeah, you got to do that. What's going on with you now, Pete? Are you just living the good life? Well, uh, who knows what tomorrow will bring, but uh, it's hard not to uh, keep busy. So, uh, uh, You're an idea guy. I know you got something going on. I, I, I want to learn how to dunk, but I'm not sure I can do that. <laughs> want to use my wheelchair? Yeah, that's Michael Jordan's wheelchair right there if you want to try that. You might get some 20-year-old sweat rubbed off you and you can fly through the air. But it was, it was funny. I, I got involved with a pickup game in Argentina with the uh, uh, some guys and... Uh, it's funny the difference in basketball between there and here. Yeah, uh, I, I play three or four days a week here. Do you? And um, look at healthy Pete. Yeah, I'm lucky I move anymore, it, Pete. But <laughs> it's, it's a great excuse to drink beer. That's true. <laughs> here you pass the ball, you get open, you shoot, you pass the ball. Down there it's run and gun. It's just a it's whole just really? the hole. whole different game. Yeah. And so did you get it? Did you pick up a game while you were down there? Yeah, twice a week, Tuesdays you and did? Thursdays. Yeah. And did you get? Uh, was it kind of rough on you? The am- totally amazing thing is, um, you ever watch soccer on, on TV? Sure. Yeah. Well, I know it's anti American, but so- yeah, I've seen a game. Soccer too. is huge in Argentina. Yeah. And part of the game of soccer is faking it when you when you get yeah. fouled. Yeah. You you hold your leg, you hold your arm. It's like you yeah. got beaten to death, and then <laughs> ten seconds later you're walking away. <laughs> well, playing basketball there was great. You foul somebody, and they're they're walked to the side of the court. They're holding their arms. They're holding their legs. <laughs> Just like in soccer. Oh, no, but is that right? It's a great, great group of guys. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's good. And Pete, uh, I know you got something up your sleeve, so I can't wait to see it. There's always something going on with you. You're an idea guy, so uh, stay in touch with us, would you? And uh, I'll drink to that. Yeah, and, and we just want to know what's happening. And again, thanks for the work you've done with the reunion beer. That's fantastic. Best luck to you guys. Take right. care. Cheers, thanks. Pete. Thanks. The great Pete. Uh, one of these guys, listen, craft beer, uh, as we know it, wouldn't be what it is without guys like Pete and Pete's Wicked Ale. Right. Know? Oh, for yeah, sure. Spent a lot of time huddled around the college keg. That's right. Oh, Pete's, Pete's, Pete's Wicked Ale. Well, you just were explaining to somebody earlier. Doc, about how you know before there was a Sierra Nevada and before there was these other big Sam names, Adams, before uh, there was a Sam Adams, yeah. there was Pete, yeah, and that he was really kind of the lone guy out there on the shelf. And uh, it was a wow, what's this cool new beer? And everybody just had the big twenty-four ouncer in their hand, yeah, going for that. <laughs> what a fun oh, it was, time! It was amazing. 
All right, we got to take a quick break. Uh, lots more to do here today, all right? We've got guests galore. I know Vinny's in the room. We'll maybe get to try to get to talk to him. Mike White's okay. here. We're going to talk to him. And uh, a couple different brewers from different places. We're certainly going to talk to some of the journalists okay. uh, from Celebrator over the, over the history of the magazine. So stick with us uh, a couple the minutes. the big head guy in here? Yes. Okay. We'll be right back. Cheers. Hang in there. Well, beer, we've had some great times. When I was 17, I drank some very good beer. I drank some very good beer I purchased with a fake ID. My name was Brian McKee. I stayed up listening to Queen when I was 17. Labs is a leader in pure yeast and fermentation services, serving the beer, wine, and distilling industries from worldwide producers for more than a decade. White Labs has three all-new vials for you to pitch this year, home brewers, so fire up your kettles, fill up your fermenters, and get ready for Cry Havoc, the signature yeast strain from Charlie Papazian. This yeast can ferment both ales and lagers and is great for bottle conditioning, too. 
Second, a cream ale blend of ale and lager yeast strains. This blend creates a clean, crisp, light American lager-style ale. Last, a Belgian-style Saison ale yeast blend. This blend melds Belgian-style ale yeast and Saison strains to create complex, fruity aromas and flavors. Get complete fermentation quickly with this blend's spicy, earthy, and clove-like flavors. White Labs, your brewing partner for great yeast. These new strains are available now for home brewers, breweries, and homebrew shops everywhere. White Labs, it's all in the vial. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Still broadcasting live from the Celebrator Beer News uh, 20th anniversary party. Just random people sitting down at the desk now. You always know you're a professional when uh, random people just decide to sit down and yeah, right. join the fun. Sully, yeah. what do you got going on down there? I got yeah. a friend, apparently. Uh, yeah. Sully's what? now joining the program, and who's your friend, Sully? What's your friend? What's Hi. my name? What's, What's your name? Hi, how are you guys? Uh, we're Hi. doing great. Great to see you guys. Thank you for coming to Oakland. Hey, I appreciate hey, it. Hey, thank you for and, being here. And what's thank your name? You are you having me? Yeah. Oh, you're Well, welcome. you may officially not have had me yet. No, but not yet. No, the night is young. Not yet. Give me a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, poor JP. Oh, yeah, man. JP, we've always known you were a good six-pack. Yeah. You know, I'm glad I brought my shotgun. I'm going to go put it in my mouth right now. <laughs> and Jay Brooks, uh, at a very opportune time, also joining us on the program. Welcome, Jay. Happily, I'm not sitting on anyone's lap. <laughs> Just give it time. The That's night right. is young. Like JP says, a couple yeah. more beers. You know, and you might. Now, Jay obviously runs the uh, Brookston Beer Blog, and if you've not checked that out, you should. Uh, is it BrookstonBeerBlog.com now? Uh, it's Brookston Beer Bulletin. Ah, Bulletin. Yeah, get that right, because I got that wrong once. Did you? Did you? Uh, yeah, I, was, I, I think I introduced him as to the, like 100 people as, you know. As the blog guy. The blog guy. And he's like, no, it's a bulletin. Yeah. Jay Brooks from the 218.com. It, it's and, like Justin. And he still walks with a limp. Now. It's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Justin when people call your th- podcast. A podcast, yeah. I know. You, I feel you your pain. That. You hate that podcast. I do. It's thing. not a podcast. It's a live Program. It's a live program. Except for today. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my fault. That's because the union wants like $489 to uh, press a button and give me wireless internet. So we decided to record and we'll play live later. Gotcha. But for all intensive purposes, everybody here at the party, you're live to the world. So uh, let's... Uh, and it's you know be sort of live in a couple hours. That's right. Yeah. Now, Jay, long before it was ever the uh, uh, Brookston Beer Bulletin, you were a writer for Celebrator. I did. Uh, I started writing for the Celebrator after I let the uh, uh, position of beer buyer at Beverages and More. Okay. And uh, became uh, assistant editor and then general manager of the Celebrator. You were the GM of Celebrator, even. I was indeed. What does that mean, exactly? Um, I was uh, Tom's left-hand man. Okay. He was the right hand, I was the left hand. I see. Does that mean you booked all his flights for all his departures? <laughs> no, did, he did that himself. Okay. Or you'd sit on it and it'd go n- numb and call it the stranger. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> At tonight's oh. tasting, we're trying the stranger. <laughs> uh, raise your hand. We've all done that before, right? <laughs> uh, right, guys. Uh, 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 why aren't your hands here? Just, just you. Just you. <laughs> yeah. And now, for ce- you're, you're still obviously a beer writer, and and you still write for Celebrator, among other things. I do, yes. And you also run the tastings in every issue. I still run the tastings. Yeah, I started those. Um, and they had done tastings before, but I started them in a more. Um, um, regular fashion um, when I when I started there that was one of the first things that I did 
and they're still going, and uh, a lot of people like that part of it. I, I know I'd still do. It's um, really just to kind of evaluate different beers. Yeah, to look at a different style, talk about what's good, not really um, play, you know, not really um, talk smack about sure. what we don't like, but just to tell people what we think uh, is worth trying and what's out there. Pick you a ever, different beer style or two each issue. Do you ever have difficulty finding? I mean, you got, it's been going on for a while. There are styles that are hard to find. Um, you know, we like them, but they're uh, you know like milds. You can't find anywhere. Hardly yeah. anybody makes a mild. Um. <laughs> Sully. Wow. Sorry. Huh, uh, obviously, uh, he doesn't make a mild. <laughs> yeah, Sully doesn't make any mild. I love the mild style. Actually. <laughs> if he did, I might actually go there more. Oh. I'd make a really, really, really okay one. <laughs> That's how it would have to be. This yeah, is the most okay mild I've ever had. <laughs> All right. Uh, I did a tasting with you guys once. Yes, you did. I was invited, which was very nice of you. Uh-huh. Must you, have been a you're PR You're welcome move. to come back. Oh, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I've actually gotten a call or two since then. I always get... Sure. I'm. You know what I am? I'm the somebody canceled guy. Yeah. I get the call a half an hour before the yeah. tasting happens. They're like, well, Justin isn't doing anything. Let's go. It's, it's like, like when you have me on your show. Yeah, it's like, yeah. My, it's like Sully yeah. as a host. You're a permanent <laughs> alternate. I appreciate that, actually. <laughs> now... You and I kind of sat down uh, yesterday. Well, we stood and, and drank, but we were talking about how beer media ha- is has evolved and really is evolving a lot recently. Well, I think there are some recent changes um, over the last maybe year. Um, I started writing online about two years ago, and the first thing I noticed was beer was not getting a lot of love from the mainstream media. Yeah. If it was being covered at all, it was generally being done by a wine or food writer who often didn't have any expertise with beer per se. Read um, so there. Yeah, yeah. They get it said. wrong. They would. I mean, they they sim- It wasn't. It was a simple ignorance. I mean, they just they weren't familiar with the, you know, what made beer unique and different yeah. from what they were used to writing about. And in some cases, they didn't really bother to find out, um, which um, I didn't think was a good thing. Um, beer happily has shown double digit growth now for at least three years in a row, and, yeah. and growth generally for five. And uh, finally, the uh, media is starting to pay better attention to us again. Um, uh, craft beer has become sexy again, so you see a lot more coverage of it. And I think with that um, renewed interest, you're starting to see um, mainstream media starting to pay closer attention and to find people to write about it who are actually more familiar with it. Um, uh, I, I'm getting more work as a result. Yeah, you're responsible for You're like a... He's you're, Mr. You, Chronicle. You write the chronic in the Chronicle. Uh, the, I have done a few pieces. I mean, that's for the, the, you're Chronicle. the first brew writer that the, Chron- the San Francisco Chronicle has ever had. Um, prob- I say know. yes. Uh, okay. As a real beer you guy, so. you are, aren't you? Yeah, uh, it, it, uh, you're I'm certainly one like, of them. I don't. I you know. I, I don't want to say definitively I'm the only one, but okay. uh, but certainly uh, recently I'm I'm one of the few, and I'm happy to do it. Uh, I've actually enjoyed working with them, and it's been a good experience. I hope I hope to I hope to like to do it more often. Yeah, you, you know, just had a piece this past weekend. I did add one on Friday on Porter's, and uh, for Washington's birthday, George Washington loved Porter's. Yeah, yeah, I read I'm the article. On, uh, slaves too, wasn't it? I, I always no, that was Jefferson. <laughs> oh, different. Oh, sorry. Guy, yeah. Okay. Hey, know your history, Sully. Okay. Thank you but. may have made beer sexy again, but you know nothing about its history. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, know a little bit. I could talk about something that happened in 1933. <laughs> when what, you were 18. <laughs> I was 18, and I had my first beer after the passage of the 21st Amendment. Ah, there it is. And There's how, the plug. How could that possibly be yeah. significant? I like how Sully is everybody's PR guy. He knows, hey, well, hey, didn't you do this one thing back in the thing that you probably weren't ever going to talk about? <laughs> so tell me what's changed about Celebrator Magazine since you've started there. Um, well, I, 
I don't know that much has changed. I mean, we changed a little bit of focus, a little things here and there. We, you know, we, I, I helped start the, the tastings and kept those going. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, Tom Tom's been running it for a long time, and uh, the vision I think's been uh, that good that he's brought to it. You wanted um, to take over, didn't you? Not really. Well, you, you wanted to be Mr. Celebrator, Jay. I can see it in your no, eyes. No, 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 no. <laughs> were you responsible for them switching to color? No. When did that happen, by the way? <laughs> that would have happened. When color printers came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. Somewhere around 1979. Yeah. No, that Good question, Sully. around uh, probably 92, Stop. 3. Like that. <laughs> a while ago. It was a while ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you proud of, of what you've seen Celebrator become o- over the years? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I mean, it is. I think it's respected um, you know, as, as a beer rag. Yeah. Uh, I think the writing is... Is very good when you're in it. Well, of course, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> yeah. No, no yeah, I mean yeah. there are a lot of good writers. I think that write for the Celebrator. Uh, I think that separates it from from some others. I'm, I don't want to name names. I mean, I think there are a lot of good, um, you know, beer trade publications out there. Yeah. Um, but I but I do think the Celebrator uh, tries to uh, have good writing in it and tell a story that uh, in a compelling way. And we, we try but to do that certainly. Your beer bulletin has really kind of. Uh, it's it's amazing because you 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 have an opinion, really, and you uh, yeah. and you. I don't know if you've ever been accused of it before. <laughs> yeah, never. never. No. Well, that is what's great about yeah, Jay. Jay if, has. If you see his published stuff, it now that those aren't editorials in yeah. general. They they're very much uh, a reporter's job, and you do it yeah. well. But the but the but the bulletin, it's a little more editorialized. It's awesome. I we love it. More like that. Uh, no, I, that's why I read it actually. Well, well, well the nice thing about having a you know a blog uh, is that you're not really. Holding to anybody, you don't have advertisers, you don't have a boss, you don't have anybody yeah. looking over your shoulder to make you know to make sure you're not saying the wrong thing or to right. piss off the you know some somebody who m- might give you money tomorrow. Right. Um, <laughs> that's fun too, though. But it's well, great that's fun because too, but when you read it, Jay sometimes says everything short of "Can you believe what that bitch said in the article yesterday?" <laughs> like that's really what he's saying a lot of the times, and I love it. <laughs> or look at these douchebags. This big company and this big company are merging together. Yeah. Good grief. It's over. <laughs> the world is coming to an end. No, it, it should be that way because that's the voice you want to have. Yeah. Because in the you know, typically we just kind of get together and you know, we talk about this stuff amongst ourselves and he's putting it out there and that's what's great. Yeah. Uh, the business press does tend to pat itself on the back, I think, a little bit too much. Sure. Um, so do we, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Good job, JP. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. But, you uh, too. I mean, I think there is a lot of stuff out there about the, you know, the, the way in which companies operate that uh, isn't uh, talked about by the press. I, I think they do a bad job of uh, uh, of that. Yeah. You know, really, um, they take press releases and run with them, and I think sometimes they need to be analyzed and looked at for what they are. And well, I and they try at least do that. They, sometimes press releases releases are put out as news items, uh, and it's yeah. not a news item; it's a press release. Oh, absolutely. And they're too. Uh, it's it's amazing how clouded that gets every now and then. Oh, it's, yeah. like the war in Iraq. <laughs> Oh, For instance. damn it. <laughs> like, the, like the election that's happening. Yeah, Wait, there's an the election day. happening? Yeah. Like watermelon wheat in a can. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, hold on a nobody would ever do that. Can yeah. you just read this press release, please? <laughs> please read this news item I have right here. San Francisco, California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sean was Well, Jay, you are doing a great job. And really, when I when I read a lot of your stuff, uh, I wonder where you get the time. Because you can tell that you've researched these things. and that's So even when you're kind of ranting and editorializing, uh, it's coming from a place that you've done your reading, and I always appreciate that. So. Uh, I try not. Yeah, I mean, I try to yeah. certainly because I don't do my reading. I just 
just kind of spout off at the hip, and uh, yeah. I appreciate guys like you who actually uh, it comes from someplace. Well, yeah. one of the other nice things about the internet is uh, if you don't, people will let you know right. that you haven't done yeah. your research. And uh, plus, well, I'm a firm believer in if you saw it on the internet, it must be true. true. Well, Justin's well, lucky because sure. you know no one no one responds to him. <laughs> no one reads the shit that he says. I got a quick question for you, Jay. Though, uh, what kind of response do you get? Because you are kind of hard hitting and uh, kind of edgy. That's a cute word for saying though, opinionated um, <laughs> about your uh, topics. Yeah. Are you have, do you ever hear back and people are like you're full of shit? Um, I yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'd say the majority of the people I hear from, are, you know, give me positive feedback and, and like what I'm doing, which keeps you going, and it's nice to hear. Uh, I do get. More than occasionally, um, somebody who doesn't like what I'm writing will take me to task. Um, certainly, I get a few what I would call whack jobs who uh, just yeah. really don't like what I've somebody said. Somebody in Nebraska or Kansas. Give me their numbers, Jay. I'll take care of this. <laughs> take care of it right now. You're a friend of ours yeah. now, Jay. The BN Army can uh, represent for you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a few. I mean, uh, uh, a lot of the stuff I write about neo-prohibitionists and uh, I've used. You know, ever uh, since I I've, read about that phrase, I've used that in more conversations. And, and and all the little radio stuff I do, I gotta admit that it's become one of I my favorites it. too. I love it. Yeah, that and charcuterie. Call spade spade. I mean, I think that's yeah. what you have to do. Yeah. I don't know why. And they go hand in hand: charcuterie and, and neo-prohibitionists. I don't know what it is, but I love both of those terms. And I think I learned them both somewhere on Jay's bulletin. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay, I appreciate you hanging out with us My and uh, talking about it. I, I'd love for you to do some regular stuff with us uh, with your reporting, so uh, I really yep. want to work with you more on that. Okay. You're doing a great job. And, What's and the site again, Jay? It's uh, Brookston Beer Bulletin, all run together.com. Excellent. And Jay's a, a beer judge of all sorts. You're always involved in these things, so a real knowledgeable dude uh, about beer in general. So good to have you, Jay. appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. Hey, do you have Cheers. a favorite beer here you want to mention so far, just uh, something notable that you've tasted today? Um, certainly, um, nothing from Twenty First Amendment has really stood out. That Sully is flashing because over there it's just really. But that's not news. Yeah. Everybody knows that. You know, Sean's stuff is really, really okay. I've often said that it is the most okay stuff. No, actually, I tried room. all of his uh, strong beers. There are a lot of uh, good ones to go try down at the down there. Actually, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Anything else? Notable? Anything else that you're not being forced uh, to say right now? The Abyss is uh, quite interesting uh, from yeah. the shoots. Um, uh, Deus. Yeah, yeah, right here. I did have that. I thought it yeah. smelt a little funny, but it tasted great. Yeah, that's a good. That's like a champagne. That's what type all of the girls beer. say yeah. about you, Justin. Well, I laughed a little bit, but I didn't really think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Jay. Thanks, my friend. I appreciate you. it. You bet. All right, there you go. Uh, Jay Brooks. It's his pen name. I gotta have a pen name. Yeah, Jay Brooks is like real yeah. name is like Larry Sanders. Or yeah, it's weird. really long and drawn out, and but he's got Jay Brooks as a pen name. Yeah, no, I think yours is douchebag. <laughs> is that my pen name? Yeah, <laughs> asshat. On this week's douchebag article, <laughs> douchebag yeah. writes about this. <laughs> uh, so Sully, you've been having a good time. You were at the Toronado Barley Wine Festival with us yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so we get done with the CBS show and we head over to the. To, he yep. said Sully offers me a ride. He's not going to Barley Wine, but he says I'll give you a ride if you want. So I said, sure, I'd love it. I, I didn't want to take a cab. I'm cheap. Uh, so as we're approaching, uh, I say, well, Sully, why don't you come in for a beer? Oh, you, know? you got him in. So, well, maybe I'll, I'll make an appearance. I'll go in for two beers, and, and then I'll leave. Yeah. Never happens. Six hours later, we've got Sully in a cab next to us. He's hammered. Oh. We're going out to dinner. The whole thing. 
You got in trouble, didn't you, Sully? Well, it wasn't. It didn't go well last night. It didn't. Uh, and and I, I got to tell you something. I, 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 this is probably a, a, a thing about like uh, living in this day and age with text messaging. Uh huh. You never ever have a conversation with your girlfriend or your wife or whatever your significant other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, over text messaging, especially when you're in trouble. It never goes well. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was interesting. All right, more on that later. Thank we will you. update okay. the rest yeah. of that later. Things are going well right now, though, so. All right, we're here with uh, Eel River Brewing Company now, and you're going to have to help me with the last name because I'd hate to butcher it on you, but we're here with Ted... Vivitson. Vivitson. Ted Vivitson, welcome to the program, Tim. Hey, thanks, you guys. I've had your beer already today. Oh, God bless you. I had your... It's an it's an Imperial Doppelbach. Yeah, that was... Uh, I've heard about this. I haven't had An incredible beer that... Uh, well, it's a second-generation second uh, Eel River Brewer. Okay. And that's my son. It's your son brewing it now. That's right. And uh, well, He's like, what, he's 10 or something like that? Well, he started brewing when he was 15. He did? Oh, yeah. wow. You know, God bless California. We don't have the laws that stop him from doing that. You're allowed that. to brew it? You're just not allowed to sample it? That's right. You can go die in Iraq, but you can... Uh, yeah, I know. You can yeah, also right brew before then. I'm with you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. But uh, when he uh, came to age, and he's been brewing since he was 15, and now he's 22, his big his big beer that he wanted to do with, and we have four brewers, his big beer was something different that nobody else has done before. And that was the Imperial Bubble Bar. Yeah. And it's a huge, huge beer. And one, one of the things that uh, we require from our new brewers is they do something that's technically hard. Okay. Uh-huh. And so when as you're, their first beer, as their first beer, really and trial so, by fire kind of a thing. Oh hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll smoke their little ass. <laughs> but anyway, oh my God, Denise, Beneath, Denise, Ted just got panties thrown at yeah. him from one of the best brewers I know. Gently wow. handed to him. That's Denise from Moylands Marin. Denise Jones from uh, Moylands hands me her hand underwear. Who knew that Ted was a rock star? That has no. never did. happened to me. No, I've got. Can't. Maybe Ted will give them to you. Ted, so I've been in this business know. a couple years. I never had panties right. given. I'm to not me. effing worthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to be vulgar, but you could probably brew with what's in those. Hey, oh. and it'd be good beers, my. No, point. that's only for wine guys. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or those cider guys. Yeah. yeah. All right, back on track. Ted. So, so anyway. What we try to do is get, you know, uh, the technical difficulty down for the, the young brewers that are really coming into it. And one of the hardest things to do with a lager is to uh, really get the high alcohol yeah. without, without, without all the defects. And, and one of the things that I re- really require from my brewers is they really lay out their fermentation profile. Okay. That I want it nailed down. I want it I want it. You know, your oxygen level's down when you transfer. I want everything coming together. You tell me what you're going to do before you do it. You make them uh, be brew scientists, not just brewers. they got to think about this They stuff. have to have the love. Yeah. That's what that's what I instill in my brewers is the love. Okay. Because we practice an art. Whether you're home brewing or uh, commercial brewing, we, we have a palate, and our palate is beer. I gotta say, Ted scares the shit out of me. I'm gonna say this. Do you right spank now. your kids? Yeah, right. <laughs> I beat the hell out of them. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a damn yeah. good brewer because of it. I make them make their own pencils, and by God, if it's not number two, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> hey, we raise our own cattle. Yeah. Really? <laughs> They've been stomping in shit since they were like eight years old. <laughs> can I say that? I'm sorry. You can. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
You but, can say whatever you want. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, he did a good job on this beer. Whatever you're Is doing that works. Right here you have it's, it's, that was a home run. It's really, right? I got to say, yeah. for an imperial right? beer, it really dried out in the finish like it, it should. It did. It dried out so well. Yeah. And that is because the yeast was healthy. It did wow. its job nice. all the way through the end. It's an incredible beer. What's the alcohol on that? It's 12%. See, you wouldn't even know that. I mean, no. It's a little bit cold right now, but it, it's so balanced. Yeah. And there's a great like malt profile to it. It finishes great. I mean, it's a really great all-around beer. I mean, really, I've had really it twice nice beer. today already. Of all the beers in the room, I've gone back twice for You're that loaded beer already. already. Look at the I want to get one of those. Look at the legs on that thing. Yeah, it's really sticking to the glass. That's a fantastic. And the color is exactly as it should be. Yeah. Uh, not that I, what's the color supposed to be on, a, on an imperial tufflepuck? You know, and darker than normal, right? And that's what my son said. He goes, you know, Dad. He goes, it's really not in the style guidelines. Yeah. You know, he goes, okay. it's a little out of color. And I go, you know, it's not that bad. I go, the only problem it, it had on the style guidelines was it was only 2% over. Yeah. Because the high end is 10% on a Doppelbach. Okay. So he went to 12. Well, big effing deal. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful looking beer. Did you filter that beer? No. No, because it's dropped. I mean, it's... It is clear. Uh, everybody, eelriverbrewing.com. Yeah, awesome. You can go to eelriverbrewing.com and check out what Ted's talking great, about great, here. Great color. And uh, no, I'm not getting rid of you. I'm just letting everybody know where they can find out about this stuff. And uh, you guys are out of Scotia, well, California. I don't even know where that is. That's up in uh, Humboldt. Ah. Oh. We're, we're in the Humboldt Nation. His son's not just about the beer. You can be sure, <laughs> folks. you got a grow room, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, growing since he's 15 and growing since he's 12. They're not just growing cattle in Humboldt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ted. We know the place. You know, but uh, you, God love Humboldt, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, you got you got the old Brown Derby Brewery up there, man. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> and you got Humboldt Brewing, you know, which was a legacy. You know, one of the the first. And uh, we got uh, Mad River up there. We yeah. got Six Rivers. We got Lost Coast. That's pretty interesting for a small place like Humboldt. Is you guys do have a lot of breweries yeah. up there. You know what? And we make great freaking beer. Yeah, yeah you And do. everybody up there has to love. Our kids don't look at it like, uh, okay, we're going to get as much beer as we can yeah. and get drunk. You know, they're looking at the beer as an art and something they enjoy. It's and very European. Respect for the beverage. It's not just about... Well, what, uh, what you, you don't want to drink any of that swag beer. You know what I mean? Only the good you stuff. You want only the good stuff. Well... My run, my lawnmower doesn't run without that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you do before that? Because uh, how long you guys been in business? What's the story? Uh, we've been in business sixteen years. Okay. Uh, a little bit. I've been brewing for uh, thirty. Really, home brewer first. Yes. Okay. Good. Good and, man. Uh, and uh, but I was uh, uh, cadastral land surveyor for the U.S. Forest Service. And you were bored to death, weren't you? I hated it. <laughs> you hated every minute of it. I hated it, but I always loved beer, you know, and, it, and uh, I grew up in uh, Danville, California. All right. Oh, right on. And uh, when I went to Europe in the in the Army, that's where I had my love of the beer. When did you do that? Like the 70s, 80s? Yeah, or, yeah. 70, 72. So you're like the classic like archetype of what happened with craft beer at that time, because you had home brewers who traveled, got that's kind right. of the love of like great beer at that time, yes. came back, the law changed, you probably were responsible and opened up a craft brewery. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah, Chat, so is this the Doppelbach here that yeah, Chad just the, gave us? Yeah, we're yeah, drinking the Doppelbach. I mean, this is oh, wow. this is a, what did you say the alcohol was? 12. Yeah, 12%. Th- it doesn't taste 12. No, no it just finished so dry it, and clean. It's like a, a beer that you could take and uh, you'd, you'd take your G-string off. <laughs> and, and you'd hand, 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 hand it to, to the some man. Dude, yeah. I'm going to take mine off right now. <laughs> is your son here today, Ted? <laughs> no, he's not. He's uh, not here. We're going to have to get you guys on the show on the regular program. You know, uh... 
I got uh, four brewers. I got Dave Pimsner, okay. who used to work for uh, Lost Coast, uh, Mendocino, uh, Humboldt. Uh, and then I have uh, Mike Smith, who I've trained my whole life. Really? And then uh, I have Jacob Pressy, okay. who I've trained. And then I have my son, uh, Matt Vividson. What do you do now, Ted? I am uh, the president. You I drink, am, don't you? Ringleader. I, I, <laughs> I, I am the guy that doesn't get the brew anymore. Yeah. You know, and it really, you know, the last beer I brewed was two years ago, and it was a Schwartz beer. How'd it come out? Oh, it was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. And, well, we used to brew uh, the Raven Sprout Porter, which was my recipe. Okay. And I, I just woke up in that bed one beer. night, and I, yeah, it was. And I thought, what if I inoculated that Raven Sprout Porter with a lager yeast? Right. And it came out so freaking awesome. Nice. Wow. And it was just, you know, I got the love. But it's hard to practice your, your love when you're just running a business. Yeah. Right. And so I do it through my son. You know, I precariously brew through my young guys. Yeah. But I love, you know, what I instill with these guys is the love. Because they are artists. And I have to keep telling them that. You, you are artists. Everything you do is your perception and your uh, the way you look at your art yeah, and, and how you're going to practice it. And, you know, there's nothing bad. And I, I tell these young brewers, I said, you know, you guys really got to get into it, even if you screw up. Yep. Sure. It, it's Just not that bad. Embrace those screw-ups. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because it's not that bad. That's right. Yeah, and, and just enjoy what the hell you're doing, and that's what. So you know, I taste some of these. I I remember the first time I went to the American, uh, uh, the GABF, and there was so many crappy beers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I agree with you. I yeah. completely yeah. I agree with you. Year, I go this year. You know, I'm hard pressed to find a bad beer. A ton of great exactly. beers. It's really improving. Well, we've talked about how you know when when craft brewing really grew in the '90s and then started to fall apart. Uh, fall apart. It was because of all these bad beers yeah, out there. That's 90, right. 90, and, and we've gotten rid of 90s. them. I mean, we've really kind of weeded out the, the the people that aren't passionate about what they do. That's right. And we're left with guys like you. So I like that. Well, that's the art. That's why we're drinking good beer. You know, it's like I, I'm sitting here talking to Ken Allen from Anderson Valley, and him and I go way back. One of my great friends and. Uh, we're the only two breweries here that we have two generations brewing our brew. That's fantastic. And a young industry like this, that's there's something to be said for that. Oh, yeah. And that's the love. Yeah. And we, we look at what we do, and uh, we're intensely proud. And uh, As you should be. You know, I, I got, you know, my guys, we got 186 uh, international, national, and uh, state awards. Wow. Wow. And that's from the love. And, you know, those aren't <laughs> my awards. Those are my guys' awards. Ted's in love with beer. Ted's in he love is. with love. Ted is in love with loving beer. Right. Ted's about to sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, do you guys have a pub up there or anything like that? Or you and then would, reject me. Yeah, can people go to, is there an Eel River Tap House? Oh, yeah, like yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. And where we, can people find the beer in general? Let's let the folks yeah, know. It's everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much everywhere. We're in 18 states. Uh, we just uh, started in, uh, exporting into uh, Mexico. Okay, wow. And we're uh, exporting into uh, uh, Taiwan and also into uh, Canada. Fantastic. Wow. And how about this uh, Imperial Doppelbach? Is that in no, a bottle? No. Only on tap, huh? I just I just did that for Daldorf because he's my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Tom when we need him? <laughs> I did this. This was a t- my my son actually did this and uh, for Tom's twentieth. Well, for the celebrator, and it's uh, the twenty year anniversary. 
uh, Imperial Doppelbox. Celebrate Tor. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, nice. Doppel, Imperial Doppelbox. Well, yeah. thank your son for me and uh, tell him he did a great job yeah, from, uh, the, uh, from the Brewing Network. And, and I would love for you guys to meet him because... You know, anybody that has the love, yep. like, like you guys do, absolutely to do what the hell you're doing is freaking awesome. Thank well, you, We get friend. paid seven figures, though, so it's easy. To, <laughs> we love our paychecks. Fuck, can I come work for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll well, take a pay cut. I'd love to have you guys come down to the show run time, one time, do a regular show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, bring some of the beer from Humboldt and yes, some of the Humboldt definitely. from Humboldt, cool. and cool. Uh, we'll, we'll all have a good time. All right. Ted, Cheers. thanks for doing the Cheers. show with us. Yeah. I appreciate can it. Can I say, Minskul, Thinskul, Alafala, Flickerskul. That yes. means to me and to you and to the beautiful women we drink. <laughs> Cheers right to that. On. And to panties being thrown at you. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, never happened on Very our program. Very much so. Hey, I'm glad to be the first. You'll always take remember you. it. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break, everybody. we got a lot more guests lined up for you. We're going to keep this thing going. Thanks, guys. So, Thank you. Uh, Thanks, man. Just stick with us. Sully, you going to hang out a little bit? If you want me to, I'll yes. do whatever you want me to do. I mean. Sully, would you uh, please hang all right. <laughs> I'm your brewcast bitch. Well, we're going to have to share microphones. It looks like we got Mike White hanging out over here. I know we've got some of the writers from Celebrator Beer News, like Jay and yeah. Doc's back with us. Stick with us. We'll be Wheel right them shortage. He's in the basement. Oh, please. My triple decocted imperial pilsner. It's all gone. We'll never brew again. Damn this hop shortage. Damn it to hell. Los is los. Hop shortage? Who are you guys? Ich bin Doppelbach. Ich bin Kölsch. Und ich bin Münchener Helles. We don't need a lot of hops to be delectable. Now brew something. Malzi. Use less hops, brew more beer. Northern Brewer has kits and ingredients for dozens of worldwide beer styles that don't require a lot of hops to make a great pint, like the cool blonde Kolsch or the ponderously bottom-heavy Doppelbach. Keep drinking great beer. Order at northernbrewer.com and get flat rate $7.99 shipping anywhere in the contiguous U.S. One beer kit, $7.99 shipping. One million beer kits, $7.99 shipping. Together we can beat this hop shortage. Mm-hmm. Now get brewing! Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as seven cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. 
Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Frecci and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's yeah. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put you some sugar work. and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Like beer. <laughs> Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back to the program, everybody. 20th anniversary celebration at downtown Oakland. Uh, it's quite a party going on in here. We're competing with a, with a Zydeco band and uh, lots of beer being poured. And I got to say, the funniest thing going on tonight is watching Doc wheel around in his little retard chair. <laughs> hey, I think I'm doing pretty damn good, don't you? <laughs> you think you've done a good job. I just don't expect to see you like that. You're such like an active, kind of a healthy dude. And to see you kind of wheeling around, is it's cracking me up, man. I just give me an upper body workout. I'm thinking I'm doing pretty good with yeah, it. Yeah. And I can't fall down. <laughs> You're the one guy in the room that might not fall down tonight when this party's over. So if you see me slumped over in the chair, <laughs> yeah. pick up the handles and wheel me to the next beer. You just fill up your glass, right? <laughs> All right, so we are still broadcasting live here, and I uh, apologize for a little bit of noise in the background there, but uh, it's a party. What are you going to do about it? But we're trying to get bu- as many interviews over here as we can, and we're talking to uh, two gentlemen right now. We've got Jerry Heater and John Rowling's on the air with us today, and Jerry Heater is uh, heavily involved in the beer industry in a lot of different ways, but uh, one of the things we want to talk about is the, the is it the Great Canadian Beer Festival? That's right, Great Canadian Beer Festival, uh, Victoria, Beer, British Columbia, we've uh, been in the existence now for this will be our 16th anniversary this september uh it's a great festival it's in a great town victoria british columbia and uh what can i say we're just uh not only just a little bit pissed right now but very excited about <laughs> our festival in uh victoria well as you should be well i met jerry yesterday and he says you know the the victoria beer festival it's really not that big you know, there's only, what did you say, three or four, eight thousand, you said something? And I said, not that big. Anything that's in the thousands, that's a fantastic beer festival. A lot what, of beer. You know what, though? We're, we're constantly compared, because of our name, to the Great uh, British Beer Festival, the Great American Beer Festival. Sure. Both of which dwarf us. It's just, there's no question about it. Um, it's that great connotation that gets you. That's right. It gets us a lot of attention. That's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, more, we should probably be called the Great Little Canadian Beer Festival because we really are a great festival. <laughs> Maybe that. Well, we call JP great all the time, and look at him. Yeah, great and little. It's pretty good. 
<laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Must get a lot of emails. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing the... Uh, by the way, we have a lot of Canadian listeners, and I get yelled at week after week for not having enough Canadian brewers on the program. So I just want to say right now, you can shut your mouths. I've got the man with me right now who puts on the whole beer festival. And uh, I'm good for at least two weeks before I get any hate mail about not enough Canada. We don't like to be ignored. <laughs> you There's got not a, many of us, but we make a lot of noise. You've got a complex about being ignored up there as our hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know how it goes. We just take over your television industry. That's what we're all about. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, how long have you been doing this festival up there? Uh, well, John John sitting beside me here. John's involved with you at the festival as well. We're the co-founders and we're directors. And uh, we started this 16 years ago because back in those days... Um, we had a number of great breweries, and there was lots of good stuff happening south of the border. But with the taxation issues we had in Canada, we were falling behind um, the American brewers. American okay. brewer can make 50% margin on beer. We could make maybe five if we were lucky with everything the way, the way it works. So, really? Um, John and I started this purely as a, a way to um, increase the awareness of beer in our area so John and I could go to a pub and drink better beer. Sure. That's it. And you know what? I can't think of a better reason to start a festival like that, you know? It sure has worked. It's kind of self-fulfilling, but uh, as it should be. Now, John, I was talking to him at the bre- just before we went on, on air at the break. He's actually married to the woman who wrote all of the uh, Harry Potter books. No, no, no. Is, oh, that's not what you said, John? <laughs> she's my cousin. Oh, no. Cousin. All right. All lies. Lies, uh, lies, lies. John's married to his cousin. That's what it was. <laughs> hey, join the club, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, nothing to do with that lady. Wish I was. Never mind. But, You're uh, also a beer writer, though, as well, not just... I, I, I write the BC column for the Celebrator, yep. You yep, do? Yep. So involved with Celebrator Beer News right yep, here. Yep, sure. And uh, it's kind of a it's a, a, a love thing that, you know, you love beer, so you got to tell people about it. Yeah. That's the way it is. John has the strangest Canadian accent I've ever heard. That's because I was born in England. I see. Yeah. I knew it was different. No, Somebody and, else's and hat. Couldn't put I, my finger I, on it. Every now and again, I look like Harry Potter, but not really. No. <laughs> yeah. The country's full of them. Can't yes, get rid of them. Exactly. Yeah, we're all weird over there. My brother, though, was one of the early f- members of Camera in England. No kidding. So... 1971, camera started. 1973, my brother uh, started in the east of England, uh, a small branch in the town of Boston. Oh, nothing to do. No, we're talking to England. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he and a bunch of others got together and formed a branch. And every time we went to England, he said, you've got to try this beer, you know. Uh-huh. Well, when I immigrated from England to North America... New Brunswick, in fact. Okay. I couldn't tell the difference between any of the beers. They all tasted the same? Yeah, it was kind of bland until I went down to New York and it was Ballantine's Ale. Who? A great beer. Yeah. Fabulous beer. So the United States has always been in the back of my mind. Oh, God. Here we go with Zydeco again. (laughs) Uh, Talk loud, everybody. Yeah. Got to compete, John. Yeah. But we can hear you. You're okay. Jerry and I sat down one day in, in uh, Fog and Suds. We had a late lunch. It went on and on. And we said, you know, we guys go, go well together. We could do something together. We've got to spread the word. 
And it was a long lunchtime. More <laughs> sure beers, of it. more beers, more a tougher beers. morning we, the next day. We, we finally woke up and said, you know, we're either going to do a brewery or a beer festival. And our wives vetoed the brewery. So, <laughs> beer so, festival so it was. Beer festival it was. <laughs> Jerry uh, can comment on that. But we have fun. We really do. We want your listeners to realize that this festival is the only all-craft beer festival in Canada. Is it really? Yeah, it is. And we have about 45, 48, depending on how many people are interested in coming, uh, breweries. Uh, They all bring the best of what they can. When we first started, we let everybody, all the brew pubs, bring as many beers as they like. Then after a while, we thought, you know, that's not that cool. The brewers were saying, you know, you let the brew pubs bring as many as they like. Let's just restrict it. So we allow every brewery to bring three beers. If they're going to bring a cast, they can bring one extra because some of the casts don't work. Okay. So it's it's a craft beer festival. And so they're really picking their best beers now. We are. We're, yeah. we're trying hard to... Uh, Jerry and I sit down a couple of months ahead. We go through all the brewers and we look at all their best beers. We pick what we think... The, the public will like and just to make it interesting we bring a lot of Washington brewers across the border that's a good move because Washington is where in, in the northwest the leading edge is for taste you got uh, people like Dave Bueller at Elysian oh yeah Dave's oh, here today oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we saw him here and these guys come they come it's not their market area they come because this festival is a no medals no judging it's a brew fest for people to come and enjoy beer just celebrating beer and i ain't gonna take any more of jerry's time because jerry is gonna tell you (laughs) well i just want to mention that not only have you got the you know great beers coming over from washington but british columbia itself has a fantastic beer scene nowadays oh absolutely um we have uh 20, I think, microbreweries and uh, perhaps as many uh, brew pubs operating in the province. And we've come a long way uh, in the last 10 years for sure. In the beginning, a lot of, all the beers were generally, you know, uh, English ales, bitters, pale ales, that sort of thing. Our British heritage come, came through, and that's the direction we took. Uh, I don't know if you realize it or not, but John Mitchell uh, and Frank Appleton started the first brew pub in North America in Horseshoe Bay, in just outside of Vancouver, uh, B.C., um, before Bert Grant or anybody else down here did. And um, once again, just English beer, strictly English beer right out the gap. And it's taken a long time for um, people north of the 49th to start um, start appreciating uh, really hoppy IPAs and big, you know, big stouts and things like that. We've always, we've had a lot of variety, but in the last 10 years has just exploded. Everybody's doing belt, same as here, I suppose. Sure. Doing and all over, really. Yeah. But uh, it's always good to see, and especially if it's in your hometown, so. Uh, well, of course. I mean, it's it's great. You, you know, guys have we, day jobs, or you just put on this festival all year? You don't work. Either one of you, do you? You guys got <laughs> as a As little great, as possible, you buddy. you got a <laughs> great gig going on. Hey, yeah, I, I'm, I'm retired. I I, I gave up all kinds of serious work several years ago. I'm 67 years old. I kept telling Jerry, when I get to 65, I'm retiring. I'm not going to be part of this beer festival any longer. You're done with but it. You, but you know what? You can't quit. No. And you'll attend at least. 
Oh, By the no. way, Doc's no, no. been trying to retire for the last three weeks also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just hasn't worked out for him. Nah, it doesn't work out. <laughs> I might retire You can try, and you can try. You can't retire from beer, for Christ's sake. You can't, oh. right? It's impossible. You're, you say anything you want, John. It's You're true. fine. Don't worry about it. You could have said, for fuck's sake, I wouldn't No, I wouldn't say that. Well, <laughs> Maybe. Don't, Don't Maybe. encourage him. Don't Maybe. Maybe another beer or two in John, and uh, we'll be getting F-bombs all over the place. And another thing. Fuck <laughs> we, we are having a ball here. I'm, good. I'm, I'm telling you. No, I just want to break from the conversation for a moment. Okay. We came here because, you know, Tom Daldorf and the gang do such a fabulous job with the Celebrated Beer News. They really do. And I've been involved with them for the last three or four years. And, and I, 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 I tried writing for other magazines. These guys appreciate what you write. In other words, you got fired from every other magazine. Uh, well, you could say that, but I, I wouldn't. But, but seriously, though, I really, really feel that uh, the, the, the editorial staff and the readers appreciate what we write about. Here. Sure, absolutely. So, so that's why we're here. And when Tom said, you know, the, the 20th anniversary is the time we should be here. So we said, okay, we're all coming. Yeah. The directors of the Great Canadian Beer Festival are going to be here Great. to spread yeah. the word that this is the Canadian festival to come to. And are you recruiting brewers to come back yes, to the festival with you? Yeah. Well, we're always looking for brewers, yeah. but you know, yeah. we've, we had uh, 12 last year. We do this great program that involves the U.S. Council, the Canadian Department of Foreign Affairs, International Trade, the British Columbia Liquor Branch. It's a really huge um, operation. John looks after that part of it, actually. I think 12 breweries is our limit. It's the most we can really uh, uh, afford to get up. It's um, but what we want to do, though, is we want, like I was just talking to Vinny at, at Russian Brewing, you know, come on up and just taste the Canadian beers. We've got a lot of brewers up in, in British Columbia that are doing their own thing. They're, we're all going in. Uh, the great thing about modern craft brewing is we're all going in all different directions. That's the best part. Yeah. And so somebody like Vinny goes off in that direction, and we want him to talk to, say, Matt Phillips from Phillips Brewing in Victoria, who is doing some fantastic things for British Columbia, and uh, James Walton of Storm Brewing in Vancouver. These, these are guys that are pushing the envelope. And when the reason that Jerry and I decided, uh, well, we and the executive, all right, let's, let's be political. You've got a panel, correct. don't you? Yeah, we do. You yeah. have to report to people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've got to be politically correct. Yeah. That, that we said, no, we are not going to have this as a metal event. Okay. There's going to be yeah. no grinding teeth between brewers. It's going to be a good hugging. I like that move. Yeah. I think that's a smart yeah. move, and it really just yeah. celebrates the beer. Yeah, it does. And that's what, I mean, shit, here I am with a wonderful beer in my hand. And, uh, and it's like, this is what it's all about. You've got no need to judge that beer. You know what? And you speak of judging. I have a little hang-up with the AHA. You do? <laughs> Let's put it this way. My view of a beer is, if I'm judging a pile of beers, which is the one that I would go up to the bar and say, another pint of that, please. I'll take a second one. Okay. That, that's it. That's that to your me standard. Is, that, that's that's the winner. So, uh, sort of all the guidelines and everything else—they don't mean anything to you. It's just, would you order another one? Well, when you really think about it, at yeah. the end of the day, 
particularly after your fifth one, that's really what it's all about. You know, I got to say, unless I'm geeking out about beer and I've got nothing else to talk about, I tend to agree with you, John. If I'm going to drink another one, I'm happy about it. Well, I, I will say, I, I, I won't knock the AHA or the beer judging, uh, uh, you know, like there's definitely a, a need for defining beers. But I still say, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's what you drink that you like. <laughs> well, okay. sa- I can drink to that, as a matter of fact. Okay, Thank you. John Rowlings and also Jerry Heater, these guys run the, uh, the great uh, Canadian beer festival up there. And it is a great festival. I hope to make it there myself one day. It is during the warm months, I hope. It's September. It's in the... Um Second week of September, and um, in, in British Columbia, like Seattle, I suppose, um, and on the coast, it's always sunny in that period of time. It's a nice, nice time. It's cool at night, but it's beautiful during the day, and it works really well for beer drinking. Um, I just want to sort of say a few things extra to what John's been saying. Um, uh, if there's brewers that, that watch your or listen to your show, I should say, all the time, um, what they need to know is all you have to do is go onto our website, uh, gcbf.com. Um, contact us sometime in July. Uh, a brewer that has never had to pay to come to our beer festival. We'll always send them tickets for oh, the wow. beer festival. We'll involve them in all the VIP parties, all the, the brewers' receptions, the volunteer parties. They'll eat and drink for free at all those events. And um, they'll come away having a great time. And the reason that I'm so excited about being on your show right now, and one of the reasons why we advertise in Celebrator and uh, Northwest Brewing Notes, is because what we want is we want beer people to come to our festival. We don't want drunks and uh, you know punks coming to our festival. We get them. Understood. Yeah. We get them, but I we're also come. we're also a nonprofit society. So what we do is we just sell a limited number of tickets. In fact, last year we actually cut back on the number of tickets we sell for our festival so we could have a better experience for people. So it's not a mob of uh, drunken teenagers. No, not not at all. It's yeah. uh, And every year it gets better and better. But like I say, it's outside, it's sunny, we've got lots of tents. We have more of a variety of entertainment than probably any festival I've ever attended. We get every busker in the whole city out there. We have jugglers, uh, still walkers. It's like uh, Cirque du Beer, you know. It's, you don't have uh, mimes, do you? No, mimes are just... They're excluded. No, that's not right. <laughs> It isn't right. <laughs> you can go to gcbf.com if you're a brewer, and I assume you can also get tickets there and find out all the information yeah. you need to know we'll about the teams. great uh, Canadian Beer Festival. Gentlemen, thanks very much, and uh, thanks for coming to California and finding yourself some good beer down here. Thank you. All right, I appreciate it, guys. A uh, whole lot to get to today. Uh, I, before I take a break, I want to talk to Chris Black here. We got Chris Black from, uh, I got to say, one of my favorite bars on the planet from Falling Rock. Uh, out there in Denver. I can't get enough of the place when I go for GABS, Chris. <laughs> Neither can anybody else, apparently. Uh, yeah, there gets to be a pretty good line out front during the beer festival. We kind of built the place to be the headquarters, the unofficial headquarters during the beer festival, yeah. and uh, I've been moderately successful with that. You've done well. I mean, I, I, I think a, a line of 200 people down the block is uh, moderately successful. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a great uh, a measure of success. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing is, Chris, the first time I met you was actually the same week, Beer Palooza, a couple years ago. Totally, a couple of years ago. We had a phenomenal time. You like to come out for the Barley Wine Festival, which we were at yesterday. Oh, it, totally. Uh, it's it's always the same weekend, right around my birthday. Yeah. So my wife gives me the... Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> I didn't do it. I yeah, you 
were you were drinking barley wine. I know it. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's right around my birthday. So my wife gives me a hall pass about every other time. Uh, this year she's out with me. Oh, good. Uh, we're like we're totally having this great time. I should have sat her down at the table instead of you and got the dirt. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. oh, yeah. You shouldn't get her down because she'll give you totally the dirt. <laughs> See, Chris Black's a fascinating guy. He's one of the most interesting publicans you're ever going to meet in your life. Oh, easily <laughs> because he's a maniac. The yeah. man is insane. Yeah. If you just go to the for- go to the Falling Rock and, and just talk to one of his employees about him, just ask. Oh, him. totally ask him. <laughs> no, they'll totally go off on me. It's you great. will be entertained for a good hour or so <laughs> on Chris Black's store. He's smashed up bottles of Budweiser out in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he chases people out of the bar. Yeah. Didn't he, you throw kegs at someone? He once? Threw kegs at someone. No, I throw kegs, and I also pulled out my 18 volt. Uh, now this isn't a plug because they didn't give me any equipment, but ah. my 18. 18- Volt DeWalt circular saw. <laughs> I cut a brewery's sign in half while, <laughs> while standing on top of the bar and threw it down. And, and, and I believe the statement I made was, "He's dead to me." <laughs> oh, 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 no. This is why I love Chris. Yeah. See, that- Doc, we're always talking about good radio. <laughs> oh yeah, That's Chris good Black radio. is good radio. Yeah. Man. This guy with his insane stories. I, I, I go, you know, and 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 the. The stories that my employees are going to tell you yeah. are, I would give it a good shot of being absolutely the truth. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid to have him in the studio. He's yeah. kind of more, I picture him more of like the head of the Hell's Angels than I do as a public. Yeah, it's yeah, a strange it's, thing. It's, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, I, I'm very, 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 very passionate yeah. about yeah. what I do. He might stand up and piss on your mixer. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Fuck you! And it'll pass out. I'm, like, really passionate about what I do. And, you know, my whole theory is that um, I just want you to make really good beer, and then uh, I'm going to order it. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. And then I'm going to pay for it. These aren't difficult standards here. No. And then we repeat this this whole process, like, over again, okay? (laughs) Brew, pay, repeat. Right. uh, What do you mean? It doesn't always go like that? Right. Uh, um, uh, No. Uh, To to put it in a really succinct way, no. How many taps do you have at the Falling Rock? Well, we advertise 69 because that seems to be a really good number that most people can remember. Weird. Something about (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. 69. But we also actually have about 75 beers. But then people go, oh, well, wait, well, you got some ciders and you got a root beer. And I go, yeah, 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 yeah. That's still a tap. Plus, plus, no, no, plus we have the root beer tap. Plus ah. we have the couple of ciders. Plus we have a mead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bottle list that's amazing. Yeah, about 100 and, I don't know, 30, 160. Yeah. If you got to count them, you're, you have insecurities, yeah. okay? <laughs> and a lot of good scotches. You're looking at this the wrong way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The now, number's not important. It's what you do with it, okay? That's It's not the, it's not the <laughs> size of the tap. Yeah. It's how messed up you get after, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, of course, you have to go through distributors in order to get all of these oh, different God, beers. Yes. Uh, there was a distributor in Texas. Uh, did you have any issues? with? Didn't they shut down or something? You no, had well, well, no, no. There was a distributor that just sold out to the AB wholesaler Ah, uh, they became Texas. part of that network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty interesting. They've heard uh, what you've done. What's that? They've heard what you've done. No, well, the whole thing is I worked for that distributor for eight of the worst months of my life, okay? <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll tell you 
how I really feel about it, okay? <laughs> and, uh, all right. But listen, the whole thing was I worked for them for eight of the worst months of life, my life. Okay. Then I had to deal with them for another five years as being, you know, a specialty beer, you know, purchaser. Mm. And then I moved 1,100 miles away. Ah. And, th- and then the motherfuckers, like, followed me up to Colorado <laughs> just to make my life hell. Yeah. yeah. I think that was in the business plan. Yeah. I saw a copy I, of it. Oh, totally. Let's yeah. make Chris Black's life Aug- hell. Augie himself had something to do with it, I'll bet. <laughs> they were in the boardroom. Well, where do we go now? Well, Chris is in Colorado. <laughs> Let's go follow him yeah. up there. F now, that guy. Let's actually, make his life hell. Actually, yeah. it, was a, it was a small <laughs> independent wholesaler. I've dealt with him since, like, oh, God, like 1983 or 84. Yeah. yeah. And then I went to work for him for, eight, like I said, eight of the worst months of my life. So you liked it. <laughs> uh, yeah, someday, uh, you know, I'll erase it from my memory. I think I'll be dead about that time. But, you know. As long as you're and, not bitter about it. Oh, right. uh, well, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, and then and then they uh, they bought out this wholesaler in Colorado, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to be better than that one. I go, well. That's not overly challenging, but um, I, I like gave, I gave them the bit of a doubt. They showed up, and um, yeah, yeah. Basically, they did the same thing they've been doing since 1981 or 82, <laughs> which is it was shit. a nightmare. It nice. was a nightmare. Well, listen, you still got a bunch of great beer on tap. Oh, totally. You gotta you gotta lighten up, man. I don't want you to have a heart attack, Chris. <laughs> You're one of my favorite guys to go see out there, and uh, I'm going to hear about you one day. Your head will have exploded. No, no, see, the whole thing is I believe in venting early. Okay. <laughs> and then it's fine later. And then let it go. Venting, Just let it go. Venting early, <laughs> venting often. Yeah. Yes. Venting often <laughs> yeah. is important. Yes. Because if you hold it in... You know, it's just going to be a nightmare. You're just going to explode from the inside. And You'll end up like heart. JP here. Yeah, what? Yeah. what are you trying to... I will it's better if everybody you. has a little piece of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Chris Absolutely. Black from the Falling Rock. Uh, is there a website people can check it out? Yeah, it's uh, www, you know, the Chris old... ChrisWhiteWithSheep.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Falling Rock Tap House, or if you uh, really don't feel like typing a whole bunch, it's F-R-T-H, like FallingRockTapHouse.com. F-A-B.com. And... Uh, <laughs> you can check out what it is that Chris Black does there in Denver. It's Q7. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, my brother. It's always good to talk to you. have a you. good one, and uh, enjoy your time here, man. We absolutely will. All right, a quick break. That's Chris Black from the Falling Rock Tap House. It's really an awesome place. If you go to GABF this year, it's a place to be. you got to do it. Uh, we're going to take a really fast break. When we come back, it looks like i got Matt Brynaldson hanging out to talk to us. i got Vinny Chalurzo and uh, maybe some of the beer writers. So stick with us. It's the Brewing Network, live from the Celebrator's 20th anniversary you're listening to the brewcasters brewcasters on the brewing network
Not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. Pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't 
back to the program, everybody. It's starting to get crazy. Clothes are coming off. Uh, panties were thrown a couple segments ago. Vinny, I would have thought that you were the first brewer that was going to have panties thrown at him. You weren't. It was Ted from Eel River. Woman came up, threw panties right at him. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm speechless with him. <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing. You don't even know uh, what I mean by that. <laughs> Uh, still, we're going to wrap things up here soon. A couple segments left with you. We're going to get Tom, uh, who's now the publisher and editor of Celebrator Beer Magazine. And uh, it's their 20th anniversary, which is a very impressive thing. And uh, they get a lot of brewers to come out. And uh, people from all over the country. Right now, we're sitting with uh, Vinny Chalurzo, uh, obviously from Russian River Brewing Company. It's been a while since I've been on the Brewing Network. It has been a while, actually. Maybe a, a year and a half or so. I think so. Yeah, you're I mean, busy, dude. We are due for a uh, show. We are. We'll talk about that. Yes. I know you're busy right yes. now. I want to get into that. Lauren Salazar, who uh, works with New Belgium Brewing Company, yes, and uh, you do, uh, you have an official uh, title, which I'll let you give us, but essentially, you, you, you quality control and tasting kind of a thing, right? I'm not in, in charge of the entire quality control. I am the sensory specialist, and I do blending for the barrel-aged beers. I think that's why you have me up here. Ah, you actually are in charge of saying a little more of this, a little less of that. Um, that's my entire half, 50% of my title. Lauren apparently has the best job That's in beer. That's her entire existence. <laughs> she, gets, New she gets paid to travel and to drink beer. Wow. Whatever. Lauren has a fantastic gig. <laughs> People are lining up with their resumes right now. And then we've got Matt Brindleton from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. What's happening, Matt? I'm the dog on this tour right here. You kind of look <laughs> doggish as well, actually. It's been a long weekend. What's and, with and all the facial hair now? I'm, I'm trying to, like... Uh, You're going scruffy. He's yeah. going Jesus Christ. Turn of the century, most brewmasters had beards. I'm trying to get that That's thing going. Now it's happening. If math is, is if Matt's the church, I'll follow it. <laughs> Matt, Matt, makes Matt, let's hear about your barley wine. What about barley? We, had, we don't brew barley wine. Uh, I hear you won something yesterday. Bronze medal? Yeah, bronze. Yeah. The, the shameful bronze. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's not first, forget it. I'm not even going to congratulate you for that, Matt. You've done better than that. Shame on you. <laughs> no, out of 55 different barley wines, uh, you're up there as a medalist. Always as a medalist. <laughs> you're not happy with it, are you? No, it's you not, want the no, gold. We're, we're super stoked. It what was, an asshole. No. <laughs> you want the gold. Hey, we didn't no, even play, no, so. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, as long as we beat Vinny, it's cool. <laughs> That's all that matters. You know, we, we make a barley wine once every, like, four years, and we yeah. use the same one every year until we do. finally run out. <laughs> That's when you stop entering. But you know what? Uh, Barley wine's not dead, though. No. There were people lined up, Dave told me, at the Tornado at 7.30 in the morning. It was packed, man. I was on the BART on my way into the city at like 8 a.m. There was barley wine aficionados all over that train. They were everywhere. Yeah, I think the Tornado uh, does such a great service to barley wine because barley wine is just kind of known as this unbelievably undrinkable beer. Yeah. And unbelievable beers there. Easily drinkable, easily palatable. Maybe not all 55. Sure. Well, that's never going to be the case, is it? I think she's it? talking about mine. <laughs> Five-year-old, oxidized. Well, let's say that 54 of them yeah. were fantastic, all right? So so, uh, so, you're saying it's Dave Keene has saved barley wine. Uh, single-handedly, <laughs> Superman style. Wow. I might throw my panties at Dave when I see him after that. That's I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Jennifer would kick your ass if you did that. <laughs> that might happen. 
think a lot of people would be disturbed that I wear panties as well. But I don't have to talk about that. Matt, you've not even been doing beer things since you've been in town. You're going to concerts all weekend. What? No, 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 no. This is all about beer. This is I'm, I'm on the company's dime. It's cool. Oh, sorry. I mean, Matt's been working that. hard since he got here Friday. Yeah. Getting up early, a lot of... Uh, Promotions, that kind of stuff. You guys had a couple special beers on tap at City Beer this weekend. Yeah, we poured a Parabola, which is a two-year-old uh, Russian Imperial Stout aged in oak, okay. and uh, we poured Sean Paxton's Saucer Full of Secrets. Oh yeah, the Hebrew. Wow, you guys are getting some mileage out of that Saucer Full of Secrets. I got to say, right now, Paxton, Paxton won't stop talking about it. He's got a nice blog on his uh, on his e page there for it too. It's really a good beer. It's an amazing beer you guys did there. And you've been hanging out with Paxton all weekend, too, haven't you? Yeah, he's been my chaperone. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> chaperone or Sherpa? <laughs> Sherpa. That's a good question, Vinny, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Lauren, are you from this area, or are you in uh, Fort Collins? Fort with... Collins, Colorado. So you just came for the festivities. My husband and I, Eric Salazar, came for the festival, the last day of the festival, because we know better. Then to come to the whole festival, we don't trust ourselves. No, that's um, a smart move. So we're move. here for just tonight, the celebrator. Eric and I do all the wood barrel aged beers. And Name we, a couple of those beers that you're responsible for blending. Um, La Folie, oh, I think is our beer. is uh, our big thing. Is uh, Eric's ale is uh, the sour peach ale, and then the Le Terroir. Is What's the being poured here? Um, La Folie. Just the La Folie. Yeah. Not Eric's ale, though? No. That's too bad. I know it is too bad. Mm. It is, uh, not it's, that it's our best. La Folie's nothing to shake a stick at. Vinny, yeah. you got to tell me you like La Folie. Oh, I like La Folie. I like when you said just La Folie. <laughs> <laughs> just that. Well, I think it's funny because when we come to places like this, I realize like it really humbles you when you, when you taste things from Russian River and you taste things from Firestone Walker and I'm always humbled by by our uh, our so-called competition. I say competition because oh. as pro- as production, we don't really think about produ- uh, things as competition. We're just friends. I so see. it's so great as production people to just come out here and drink and just enjoy the crap out of ourselves. Sure. <laughs> and I drink. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get to drink both of these guys' beers, and it's unbelievable. And it just kind of it humbles me every time. And I thought you were dissing Vinny when you said so-called great. competition. <laughs> How many customers are allowed here? No oh, yeah. way. Many as you want. You can say fuck shit, oh, no. crap, motherfucker. No, no way. It's awesome. No Internet way. radio. Yeah, no way. I'm, I'm, I'm unbelievably, I'm, I'm surprised constantly by. Come on, the, let's hear a, let's hear a bad cra- word. Fuck no. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm surprised constantly about the craft brewing industry and their uh, ability to just rise to the next level. It's sure. Unbelievable. I'm and supposed I, I say to, bring it on. I'm supposed to ask you about cans. Cans, uh, yeah, cans are our fu- is, is uh, our future in uh, small industries. Yeah, and, um, I'm a, I'm, I, I don't, I'm the cork industry, and there's a can industry, and there's a capped industry. Do you and think I that craft, the, the, that the future of, of craft beer is, is canned beer? No, but I think the future of camping is craft, is, is canned beer. That's got to be the best answer I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So, I think you're right about that. Yeah. yeah. So, but if I but if I'm going if I'm going to romantically uh, do something with my spouse, yeah, I would say corked beer. All you the do way. it in the can. Corked beer. Corked beer. If I'm going to go somewhere and do something, it's corked beer. If I'm packing in and packing out, it's canned beer. Will we see New Belgium in a can? Of course you will. What are we going to see? What's going to be in a can? I, 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 you have to ask him. I'm not. A, 
We don't. <laughs> I'm, I don't I'm just know. production. I'm just production. I'm not sales or marketing. Now, so I don't know we, what I'm allowed to we say. We could just talk Sean. So, so when you're doing the research do and development, if we could only get Sully to put something in a can. 21st Amendment to do cans. Thank you. I mean, it would be such a big deal for him if he would do canned beer. <laughs> I think it would be but big. But he's so reluctant to do it. No, he won't have the it. biggest idiot. No matter how many times you mention it. Man, I, in fact, remember at, the, at their could... place, we had the anniversary show. Yep. And I presented him with, like, some Belgian beers in the can. Sure. I think he shook his head and said, and no And that didn't it, convince yeah. him. Yeah, it didn't. If it I could have had a nectar ale in a can, I would kill. It would have been great, right? So I was wondering, like, in the research and development part of the cans, do you, like, do the shotgun? You do shotgun tests? Like drill a little hole and you'd have to, wouldn't you? I mean, you got to know if it works. I thought there was a camera in there. <laughs> there was, wasn't there? Yes. Now it's on YouTube. But only it only happened once. <laughs> yeah. Nobody listens to this program, Lauren. We have zero listeners. So what are we going to see in a There's can? There's one guy in Australia that calls There's in. There's one dude in Australia that listens to this entire I program. I think right now we're just trying to figure out what goes in a can. I see. Yeah. So it's um, I'm on I'm on a funny little panel that just tries to figure out what people want. You and, really uh, do have the best job on earth. You guys just sit around and think about what to put in a can. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you're doing good work over there because uh, uh, th- those beers coming out. Of- Matt and I got, well, all three of us actually, me, Matt, and Vinny got to go check out the facility when we were at uh, the Homebrewers Conference yeah, last year. And there was year. no one there. Everyone was no. in widespread panic. We had the whole place to <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. It's the only we were bur- like, Psh- the only, yeah. only brewery in the country that shuts down when widespread comes to town. I, I, took, cool. I, took Matt to, I took Matt to widespread. Oh, you did take him <laughs> that next night. <laughs> well, we got to check it out, and uh, what an amazing thing you guys have going on there, and good beers coming out of it. Thank you. And, and then uh, speaking... Kidding. Well, I just want to give it back up to California. I'm here. I don't think Colorado should not give the... California is where the fantastic the beers are. I'll give you that. I'm not going to fight with you about that. We got it going on. And then speaking of production facilities, Vinny, you know, everybody wants to know. You got a new brewery opening up. When are we going to see some beer out of there? Uh, hopefully in about two months. Start brewing in a month. You're kidding me. We hope. That soon. Yep. Yep. Two months. And this man sitting to the right of me, Matt Brennelson, has been such an amazing help. But it's too bad no one listens to your show. That is too but bad. But I'm thanking him. <laughs> yeah. Yet no one can hear it. Yeah. No he Belgium one... could thank Matt Brindleson as well. Uh, really? We, we, we talked to him as well. I... Matt, Matt's one of those guys that he just get, you know, he just gives to the craft brewing industry. Yeah. He really does. I've you leaned, get, a, you uh, get a couple beers in me, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. <laughs> I've leaned on Matt and uh, another mutual friend of all of ours, John Mallet. Really? Yes. From Mallet, thank you. Matt, you Back must east. get offers like every week. People trying to steal you away from Firestone. No, Tell it me, never yes. happens. Yeah, <laughs> you've got a stack of letters on your desk saying, "Please, Matt." No, nothing like that. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you alone on it then. <laughs> I mean, Matt. Matt even is encouraging homebrewers to go pro. He really is, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, Inviting he is. them to the brewery. There's, there's one guy I just met that. Uh, He's saying go pro. Matt, you got to not responsible for any of this. You got to hold back a little, man. You got to keep it inside, you know. Keep some secrets. Okay, so what's going to be the first brew off the uh, new brew house for you? Good question. Ooh, something barrel. Yeah. Temptation. Oh no, kidding! You're going straight for the barrel. Yeah, because we have uh, we have 400 uh, wine barrels to fill. You do. Technically coming to Colorado. Technically, it's 420, (laughs) and I don't know why that is. That 
Four, exact, 420. The exact number of wine barrels that mm. fit in the barrel room is, is it your proximity to... Uh... Lagunitas? <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting number because it takes exactly 420 pounds of malt between our first silo and the mill. So you always really? have to turn it off. And uh, 420 is <laughs> all through the It's really a magic number. It is. <laughs> it's amazing. Not just 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have, yeah, we're the 23 thing. Now, are we going to see beers that we don't normally see in a bottle come out of this new brewery? Uh, Blind Pig. You are going to put that in a bottle? Yeah, Pliny the Elder. Six packs? No. Bought a 22. You know, this is an interesting thing. I'm going to go off for a second. Good. The, the internet can be a bad thing. You can go onto the TTV's website, and after we've approved the label, you can publicly go... You can view them. You can basically go view what we want to be a secret... <laughs> There's no secret, yeah. and and there's That's no true. secret. We were we're bottling Pliny and Blind Pig into a 16 ounce bottle. Are it's you a really single serving pint bottle? A 16 ounce. Boom. That's very Euro and of you. It is. I like and, that. And so someone went on the internet, and they went to the TTB's website and found the Pliny. How long did it take? Like days, right? No, nah, it was about a month. Oh, it was. So and it then took it a was on, time. and people were emailing me, going, "Oh, that's so cool, 16 ounce." And yeah. Like, how the fuck did you know this? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "It is public uh, domain." It's public domain. There's no so more. It's no longer a secret that it's 16 ounce. Uh, Thanks the new for reminding bottle. me. So can I, I get a? Uh, you can go on the TDB and find out what they're putting in a can. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Everything. you for the tip. Yeah. <laughs> can I get a 24 hour webcam in the new brewery? Posted on the site. I want to see what's going on in there. No, no, absolutely no. not. What if I just put it on like a fermentation vessel? I'll just see stainless steel all day. Yeah, that'll be. You're gonna sneak in and do that. Yeah, it's gonna be like me walking through Cantillon and putting my finger in the uh, bong water yeah, on the exactly. floor, yeah. you know, tasting it, and going, yeah. hmm, "I wonder what's living in this." Well, I, I told you I wanted a tour of the new facility. It wasn't just because I want to see it. I want to sneak some cameras in. There. I see. Now, will you be spending all your time at the new place? I'll be splitting my time. So you're still both breweries fully operational. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and a brew pub, production brewery. Um, you got to hire some new brewers. Yeah, I actually. Uh, uh, Lauren's uh, offering her services. I hired one of Tim's. Uh, Not a brewer. No. Good guys. Tasting. Uh, or one of Matt's uh, old guys, Tim uh, Geppinger. Is Tim's he going to come awesome. to work for you? He's been working for us for about four months. Tim's awesome. Great. Yeah, he's. Uh, I feel. I feel so blessed. Uh, have two awesome brewers working for me. Travis has been with us for a while. Yeah. And then uh, Tim, uh, who Tim, Tim actually worked, if I'm correct, worked with you in. Tim Chicago? worked at Goose Island for a few years, and he came. I, I brought him out to California, and then he escaped to uh, Northern California. Yeah. To I'm just offering free sensory services. All right, that <laughs> for free. Even. What that what that means is we have to send for beer. Yeah. New Belgium uh, loves Russian River. But what? But the other thing, and I'll and I'll, I'll, I'll pimp Tim uh, Tim's new gig is. On the side from working for us, he's opening his own little brewery in Sonoma. Is that right? Yeah. That's so, a good gig. Yeah, a little... Uh, New Bavaria Brewery little, uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to change the name. Oh, you are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I convinced him after uh, the double IPA fest. He was... In fact, this is this is a funny story. You've been to the Trappist yet around the corner from yes. where we're at? You know, they have the European the, you know, that, that rinses the glass. He was so drunk, and he's leaning over the bar, <laughs> pushing it, and there's water going everywhere. And the one owner is looking at him, and I'm like, uh, Tim, I think we should go. It's time to get out of here. We've overstayed our welcome. <laughs> I don't think anybody would throw you any of any any of the three of you out of their place, actually. You guys are kind of brewing royalty. Well, not Matt. Had a good weekend. I didn't get thrown out of any place. Really? It's pretty cool. Not even the concerts you went to. Oh. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, all the work that you've been doing all, all week. All the work. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> And are you still staying here tonight, Matt? 
Absolutely not. I got to get out of this. You're out of here, right? <laughs> Forget it. Yes, you got to brew evening. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, some of us have to work. Yeah, not all of us, though. <laughs> all right, so about 60 days, we're going to see some beer coming out of this. I hope so. All right, good. That's yeah, that is something to clap about. Absolutely, it's been a long road, huh? It has been. You guys have been it busy. It has been, yeah. All right. Yeah, but I'm serious though. Matt has been such a huge help. In, Unbelievable. In, in what way? Just telling you how to get things up and running the right way? Because he has a big facility, too. He does. Yeah. Um, you Heard know that things, about you. Things, uh... <laughs> Little guy, big kettles. <laughs> yes. No, I th- I, it, is, it is important to, to talk about Matt. Uh, just flow, layout, uh, design, yeah. choice of pumps. Uh, is it know. a big pain in the ass for you, or are you excited that you've got all this new <laughs> stuff about you? I'm really, because I'd be you nervous what, about it. You know what I'm most excited about, and this is kind of weird, is that, because it's, it's totally opposite, is that we're, oh, we man. bought Dogfish Head's old 50-barrel <laughs> brew house. That's right, okay. And it's a four-vessel brew house, mash ton, louder ton, kettle, whirlpool. But because we bought the brew house, because we just wanted the capacity, not that we're going to be turning five batches a day. Yeah. So we're actually going to convert the mash ton into a, a second kettle, because... 75% of the beer that we're going to be brewing out of the new brewery is going to be all big, you know, 7 8% alcohol beer. There's a lot of sugar left in the uh, in the mash. All right. So we're going to take second runnings eventually to the kettle, to really? the second kettle, and do a bunch of small beers for our pub. Different blondes just and things like, like that? Just like West Bletterin. And that's, I mean, you know West Bletterin? Yep. Oh, they, yeah. they make three beers, the blonde, the eight, and the 12, and all the beers start with the same mash to begin with. No kidding. And, and the blonde is never the primary brew. It's always second runnings. And there's so much sugar left. You're going to do that. And we're going to do that. And the kettle's already built with huge jackets on it. Yeah. Now, that's exciting stuff. I'd be kind of stoked about that, too. I think it's really going to be really fun. I'm very traditional. Especially especially right now with, uh, and, you know, that's like going old school Europe, uh, Belgium and England. Yeah. But especially now with ingredients. Sure. There's, you know, there's a hop shortage and... You need to use as much as you can. Much malt, and yeah, it's going to take more hops, but it's like getting a free run of wort. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's exciting stuff. I, for one, am looking forward to it. And uh, so, one final question: I got to get this out for the listeners. They want to know. So, people are now going to see Russian River outside of California with the new facility, or no? Colorado. Better. Yeah, we've already hired our Colorado distributor. Good. So you're starting to get it out there. A little bit in uh, Washington State. Okay. And. Yeah, probably a little bit in Portland. All right. So. It's a start. Look at right. Jesse in front going to <laughs> yeah. We need is, that and stuff. And when is Firestone Walker coming to Colorado? Jesse! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, all three of you, for hanging out. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Vin, come in the studio soon when you're done. I appreciate it. Lauren, next time you come to California, come see us. Bring some of that good beer that you mix and taste. You really uh, should. It's it's a uh, it's fun. Uh, I'm a hell of a taster myself. Oh, yeah. I've been told. And uh, Brennelson, I don't know. It's good to see. You, I guess. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. Did you bring your girlfriend to town with you this week? Uh, no, this was a guys Hi, only weekend. Yeah, I was trying to hang out with you last night. I know. Hi, phone Melissa. tag all night, man. Didn't answer your phone. That's why I'm asking if you're hanging tonight. You're getting on a plane this evening. Yeah, I'm flying home. That's how I do it. That's how I roll. Shit. He's got a, He's got the Firestone jet. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get in the jet back to slow. You know, you know that they have a runway now at Firestone behind they really? the brewery. Yeah. They they bought this. Building I go home. I get shirt. my transfusion. I get the new blood going for Monday. It's cool. Yeah, but they have a they have a jet now, a, a brewery jet. At Unbelievable. Yeah, really Air Reynoldson. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Enjoy some more beer, and I'll be having one with you. 
I think for our last segment of the night, we got to talk to the man of the hour. If anyone wants to hang out and do it with us, feel free. Uh, Tom Daldorf, uh, the governor. This is his night. Uh, publisher, editor-in-chief of the Celebrator Beer magazine. He's having himself a good time tonight. He's been a tough man to track down, too. He's been running all over. Uh, hey, JP, would any, someone grab him a chair. Or Yeah, Florin, if you wouldn't mind. That's very nice of you. Have a seat, please. All right, Vinny. Vinny's got to go pour some beer. Uh, feel free to do that. Doc, if you want to come back in here and close the show with us. Bob, how are you? Lots of people hanging out, kind of winding down the evening, if that's what you could call this. Did you miss me? Tom can't figure out how to get the headphones over his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Looks what? good. Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> it's got the giant... He is ready to party, man. This guy... He's been partying for like 25 years, right? He, he, you are having yourself a good time, Tom, and uh, I'm happy to see it. All right, you got to find a way to get those headphones on. You're not going to hear anything I'm saying. Yeah. He's just worried about getting... There you go. He's got, he has the second pair on. <laughs> now he's got two sets. <laughs> he won't take off his giant hat. It's uh, Would you? Unbelievable. I mean, no, would I really? wouldn't either. It's, uh, you know? it's too much fun. It's scaring me, man. It's scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> My hat is attacking me. <laughs> Tom, you're kind of the man of the hour. You've been having yourself a good time at your 20th tonight? Such a good time, he doesn't even know he's on the air. <laughs> he's hogging all the headphones. Yeah, He's yeah, got eight fine. sets of headphones on his hat. <laughs> you want to hang on to my poster, yes. though? Oh, thank you. Oh, what a you gentleman. my headphones? What a gentleman. A, a Gentile what? <laughs> I don't know. Go your guts. Ah. Tom, congratulations, man. You're pulling off a thank hell of a party you. here yeah. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. I appreciate that. Hey, it's been, uh, we've got a lot of good guests over here and everybody having good things to wait, say. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you celebrated. found people in found this like room t- like two. that talk about beer? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> my, Where did you find them? My two-hour show has turned into a four-hour marathon so far. I think you could do uh, a couple of days. I could easily really, go on. Uh, work on it. Yeah. It was tough to choose. You're lucky we fit you in. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, you stole the star of our photo shoot. We tried to get Brett Nichols into our shot of our celebrator people, and you wouldn't let him off your show. <laughs> oh, shit. He was with us. Uh-huh. We were having a good time. Yeah, well, you're on my list. <laughs> Damn it. Photoshop, uh-huh. Photoshop him in. You'll be fine. Apparently, I'm not invited back to 21. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we have the technology, man. <laughs> we'll make it happen. I got to start by saying congratulations. You've Thank done you. a great job. Thank you. And I, I need to get a little info out for the listeners at sure. least. Uh, how long have you been doing what you do for Celebrator? Um, you know, uh, Brett and Julie did the first uh, two years. And uh, Brett was uh, delivering the entire Celebrator uh, all over California in this Jeep Cherokee. I couldn't it believe that. It was wild, you know. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. And then uh, I introduced the concept of UPS to him. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it was an eye-opener. You're a genius. Um, but anyway, and then things were happening in their lives and, and everything. And, and Brett was literally uh, ready to walk away from it. Okay. And I was doing the layout at the time because I had the Mac Plus, if anybody knows what that is. <laughs> Uh, old 19, 1985 technology. Okay. Uh, it's a dishwasher, right? started with PageMaker 1.0. Anybody? Ooh. Anybody? I know what you're talking about. No. Okay. I know exactly you, what you're talking about. You had it on a floppy, and you loaded in, and then you kicked it out, and then you put in your, uh, you know, what you wanted to record it on. It was yeah. pretty amazing. Anyway, the point was, is I, I told Brett, I said, dude, you know, you're, you're, you're playing out these galleys, and you're, you're cutting it with... With scissors and you're pasting it up on a board, you know, and you're putting dingbats in there because they didn't make it all the way to the bottom of the page. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, there's a there's a new technology here called Macintosh. <laughs> all right, and uh, the new generation. So I started generation. doing the layout, and uh, you know, I, I told him that if he paid me what he was paying this guy to play out the galleys, 
for the paper yeah. for two issues, I could buy a laser printer. Yeah. And that was 3500 in those days. Wow. So I did. And the rest is history. So I started uh, doing the layout for them. 18 and then the, years ago. 18 years ago. Okay. Uh, well, actually, 19 years ago, because uh, after they did the first year, I started um, doing the layout for Oh, them. I see. Okay. And then they sort of... Um, decided they were going to walk away from it, and I said, dude, you have got this incredible paper. You've got these people all excited about beer in California. You have got advertisers. You've got subscribers. You you, you excited. You touched the mind of the beer drinker in yeah. California. <laughs> yes. You cannot walk away from this. And he went, oh? Went, yeah. yeah. Oh. You mean you'd like pay me? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, short story. I bought it from him. You did? Yeah. And okay. then uh, my first issue was supposed to be September, but I delayed it just a little bit and did October 1990. JP wasn't even born then. No. Wow. <laughs> JP. You That's look true. older somehow. Yeah. Well, I don't but, know if I appreciate um, that anymore. And uh, there we are with our little, um, our little uh, newspaper, and all Not of a sudden so it's, it's my puppy. And I was scared because... Brett knew all these people. He had been there. He delivers to them. Yeah. So I did my first paper route. I borrowed my son's pickup, uh, Nissan, and uh, drove all over California just like Brett did so I could meet the people who were getting the celebrator. It's a good right. idea. Yeah. you got to know these people. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and beer, as you know, it's a, it's a hands-on thing. It's it people is. to people. It's all about people. It's very social. And when you touch on somebody and you get the... Uh, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, they have, they have, a, they have a cure for that, <laughs> oh, okay, but cure. they don't for the beer thing. There's that, no cure for the beer thing. <laughs> you make a good point. Sorry, I think it's called man. death. Yeah, there you go. Cirrhosis. So. Cirrhosis is the cure for the yeah. beer thing. So there we are uh, with all of a sudden this uh, ex-wine guy, uh, Macintosh layout guy, who is doing some event production, yeah. is all of a sudden uh, owner of a bruise paper. Uh-huh. The term bruise paper was coined by Brett, Brett Nichols. He did say that yeah. to us. Yeah, I yeah. like that, too. Yeah. I won't and he it. let it go into the public domain, which is even cooler. Oh, then I and, can steal and, it. And, and a couple of years later, Done. Um, a newspaper came out of the Midwest, called itself the Bruce Paper Trademark, and I called him up and said, hello, yeah. <laughs> we need to talk. Anyway, they lasted uh, two issues, I believe. And you got that um, But But there it is. And, and he really touched into both uh, Brett and Julie, just touched, touched on something that was real. And it was at the very beginning. It's like you're catching a wave and you're getting the swell. Yeah. Even and before, yeah. All of just a sudden, I'm on the leading edge going, ow! Ooh! And then Taking you get, the down, ride. Yeah, get down to the bottom. And well, and that is standing. scary. You know? Hello. Yeah. Does Tell that, me about that. So does you, the hat work for you? Or? <laughs> you must have been nervous. Like, what am I going to do here? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, you've obviously done a good job. Well, thank you. But uh, a couple of other lucky things happened. There was a Northwest uh, beer paper called the Cascade Beer News. Okay. And they did another um, celebrator. They they came out for about a year, and they folded. But the guys that were running it were real true believers. And they went on to work with McMinimins yep. uh, pubs up there, the both of them. Uh-huh. And they said, uh, dude, you know, we really respect the celebrator. We don't want these other guys uh, <laughs> who were doing stuff at the time. Would you take over our subscription list? How much would we pay you? And I said, pay me. I'll fulfill your subscription list. 
Wow. And we moved into the Pacific Northwest. And Just it was like... And that was your so, first kind of branching out from the correct. Bay Area. Correct. Okay. And at that time, I changed the name from California Celebrator to Celebrator Beer News. Which it is today. Which it is today. Yeah. And I'm thinking about, you know, this this could be a bigger thing than just California. You know, when we started, when Brett started, uh, Brett and Julie, Celebrator uh, was talking about 24 breweries in California. Wow. If you take uh, an issue of Celebrator and take a look at it, and look at the breweries that are in there. Yeah. You go, wow. And then he had a listing of um, some uh, cool bottle shops and a couple of pubs. And that was it for the hop spots. Right. We've grown a little. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> well, now it's, what is it, a 56 page? It, 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 it bounces around from 52 to 58, depending on the mercy of our advertisers. Sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, listen, I know where you're at with that. Yeah, exactly. And it is merciful, and we do thank them over <laughs> and, and my, over. My brother, my brother, you know where I'm going <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, me and Tom so are there, the same So there. there we are with, uh, uh, you know, with building the thing up. And yeah. it's been a little rocky, but, you know, the, uh, the beer industry goes through these little... Um, you know, we, we sort of hit the wall in 1996, 97. Um, got real scary for a while. Um, and there was a shakeout, and there were a lot of breweries that went bye-bye. Yeah. And, you know, there were some breweries that just uh, were in it for all kinds of different reasons. And it, if it's not about the beer and a clear mission and a plan and good beer, mm-hmm. consistent, and a marketing effort, and look at what's survived, and look at what's going on today, and and all of the growth is taking place in the in the regional and larger, and the brew pubs can survive in their own environment. So if you've got a strong brew pub, or if you've got a microbrewery that has a good regional base, you're golden. That's right, and you got to make good beer. I mean, let's face it. Bottom line, you got to make good beer. Because hence the shakeout. Twenty to twenty-five years later, that's us right now. Yeah. Um, Beer isn't the new thing anymore. It's not about, ooh, there's a new microbrewery. Right. Know? And we'll support them no matter what. Uh, people are too sophisticated these days. And because of that sophistication, um, Introduce people your are, guest. Uh, Do you, you ever you remember my name, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Meredith. Have I ever forgotten your name? Yes, I, d- I didn't know I. <laughs> I didn't know I had guests. Here we are, just having this conversation. Having a good time. Yeah. Sorry, my sweetie. name is Meredith, and I'm uh-huh. with the Beer Geek Tom. Okay, uh, here at Beer Geek Tom. Beer the Beer Geek Tom. <laughs> we're all with yeah. the Beer Geek Tom. Yeah, we're all with it's, Tom. It's, it's called Beer Geek Tom Tom. <laughs> with BeerGeek.com. Okay. Hey, we're all part of the Tom Tom Club. Yeah. All right. And my husband and I do a, a beer travel website. So, oh, great. Yeah. So we we travel around. And this year is uh, our year in beer. Okay. And so February was uh, San Francisco and Barapalooza. We're doing a beer event, our destination, every month of this year, which is not much different than what we usually do. Um, but uh, we started our beer stuff in the Bay Area. So this is like a homecoming because we come here often. We only live about two hours away now. I see. Uh, but we went to Triple Rock today. We went to Raleigh's in Berkeley. We went to Barclays, which is where Barclays in Oakland is where it really started for me. Okay. So... So the beer palooza was your trip for February. Yes. Great, yes. Tom. I know how you got to go. You got a lot to do. How many do. events did you go to during beer palooza? Uh, I saw you at the Double IPA festival. Well, we went to uh, <laughs> Beer City on uh-huh. uh, uh, Valentine's Day. We oh, went yeah. to Bruce's dinner on Friday. Nice. We went to Tornado yesterday, oh, nice. and we're here tonight. You got the whole thing. So you we missed did. you missed the Anchor uh, Brewery's Homebrew Club of the Year. You were invited. Uh, if, if, 
you're a, if you're a home brewer, you're, in, you're invited. That's we right. Two we people don't. from every homebrew cup in the state of California are invited, invited. for that event. We don't homebrew. Okay. Uh, oh, that's why you weren't invited. I think we were invited. Tom, I know you got to go. Yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're running up against it because our party's over at 8, and I've got to shut down. But, Justin, thank you so much for doing this today. Thank you. For... Um, for bringing our little party here in Oakland uh, to a bigger audience. We really appreciate sure. it. I'll yeah. tell you what, it's a big party, and you deserve all the thanks for me because uh, you, you guys are pioneers in this whole beer media thing, and I appreciate it. Thank you for having us, Tom, and congratulations. Yeah. 20 years, man. That's impressive. I hope you shed a little tear tonight. I mean it. I'm going to shed a tear, and you say uh, thanks for having you, and I say thanks for being had. All right, my <laughs> Perfect. Tom Daldorf, always a pleasure at uh, Celebrator Beer News, 20th anniversary here from downtown <laughs> Oakland. I think that's going to do it uh, for us here today. Wow. I am uh, JP. I'm out of breath. You're JP? Who I'm JP, and I'm out of breath. Yeah. I'm <laughs> JP, and I'm a horrible person. Doc's wheeling around somewhere. I'm yeah. not quite sure where. Uh, here, let me turn you back on. Oh, yeah, you do. Maybe. Doc is loving this uh, wheelchair deal, man. Well, I, Doc's getting not pushed been out around. in a while. Doc, come yeah. say goodbye to the folks, and uh, we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, Doc, you having a good time? Back uh, back uh, off uh, the way? Now I can hear you. You having a good time? Oh, yeah. All right, that's good. And, I'm wheeling uh, around in this wheelchair just fine. People just scooting out of my way. Colonel Tasty, <laughs> you want to say goodbye to the folks, Tasty? I can't hear you again. got to get yeah. the headphones on. What time we got? Do I have time to get more beer even? or have we? Have I don't we, know. It's I, uh, I, I just, 7.27. I just talked into the, the trifecta here. We've got Shat, we've yeah. got Tasty, and yeah. Brindleson. They're all going to stay in the same RV for Burning Man. Oh. <laughs> They're all gone. You got Shat to go, huh? Oh, yeah? Well, really? he's going he's gonna to bunk with Tasty and, and Brindleson. Come on. Really? Wow. What a good time it's going to be this year. Oh, my God, yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, congratulations and uh, happy birthday to Celebrator Beer News. And i got to say thanks for having us. What a good time it's been. Yeah, been a bunch of great guys here. What a cool room, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, everybody's great, friendly. Everybody's having a good time. There's no out-of-control people. It's not a lot of beer farts. Which is good. Uh, you know, i, I got to say one thing. Here. We walked in, and, oh. and, and, and JP got, got gassed oh. as soon as he walked in the front yeah. door. Damn it. I, I was breathing through my mouth, too. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Oh. As, as Chris Graham says, yeah. oh, all smells are particulate and matter. Oh, that's all I need to know. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. See, you call me shit breath, but you're probably right. Oh, man. He's tasty. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out doing the show. Doc, good to have you back. Drinking, I mean. Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> Glad to be back drinking. Yeah, Colonel real, Tasty, it's been a long weekend dog. for us, thanks. huh? Yeah, right, you know, yeah. uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to recover. Right. All right, yeah. Tom Daldorf, thanks, my brother, and thanks to Celebrator Beer News. I uh, hope we got uh, a lot of information out there for you guys, and I hope to be here next year for uh, when Celebrator turns twenty-one. We'll see how it goes. Oh, that'll yeah, be, that'll I like it when people turn twenty-one. Yeah, we get to <laughs> drinking even more. All right, I'm gonna go do some tasting, and uh, thanks for tuning in, yeah. everybody. We'll uh, see you next Sunday, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cheers.